0: So you qualify
1: and we're on news today. Officials decree that rapper Brad Jordan the alien Scarface must be stopped. After being monitored by secret service agents for two years, evidence leaves and firearms officials to believe that his literally dope lyrics promote drug usage and distribution, degrade women, influence gambling, promote and teach violence, and warn my shit up,
2: man! our minors and destroying our communities. Officials say he's a lord of underground Once rap, again. him and his music Shout out to a motherfucking legend, man! Got this whole motherfucker on the mission Now the whole entire world has gotta try to come up with a quick decision They claim we threats to society and now they calling on the <laughs> government to try to make somebody quiet for the bullshit they done to me gangsta nip spice one or two appreciate this legend man so gangster rap ain't done shit for that i've even seen white folks from river oaks don't get to get shout to river oaks some dust up America's always been known for blaming us niggas, but they fucked us And we were always considered evil Now they're trying to bust our only code to with our people Let's keep the game from a different angle Mad Dillon pulled his pistol every time when was someone untangled So why you criticize me for the shit that you see on your teeth? Shout to a motherfucking legend, man Gee, Just bring your ass to where they got me so you can feel the hand of the dead body Niggas yeah, don't believe
3: that song Shout out to Devin the Dew Gangsters don't live that long Come on, man
2: Mr. Mr. Scarf It's the motherfuckin' Scarface party, <laughs> man Down the block <laughs> Out jumps and <the> fiends <laughs> on his heels All the rock ones Pulls out a gun And shoots down all you the You know main. the vibes Mr. 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 Scarface went up the block again. Good <laughs> game. <franchise> yeah. yeah. Mr. Scarface is back in, we- in the motherfucking house once again. Yeah, drop us some of that new. Mr. Scarface I haven't. I haven't too On your motherfucking <cream. Why inaudible> ass. So suck a nigga dick. I'll make a nigga rich. The gems and juice Fuck about the chatter in the background. niggas when they step this is exact down. if you don't know, I recommend you check and ask the motherfuckers how many heads I put to rest. I play a game, but the game ain't roulette. Slaying cane is the thing, and I've been there. That there's a lot of water, be Scarface. Scarface. I've heard the name of <laughs> <this is> Scarface
3: <laughs> Appreciation
2: Tour, man. And of course, you're all already know what speak. Scarface on your ass from the streets. I left my car in fear of a present turn. They want to put me in a chair and let me burn. Let's go! But go to prison on a murder route. Fuck that. I refuse to be a visitor at stakes, camp, So I am and left behind all I work for. Either that or be sending for a drug, Let's go. And many wanna know why I float up. It's either that or get fucked. Cause laws get happy on the trigger. Say fucking put a cap in a n- Come on, man.
3: I'm not fucking playing with y'all today, <laughs> man.
2: For my niggas on lock, doing time for that he say, she says, Laying niggas down on the freeway, believe me, they leave me Cause all these mouse ass niggas coming home too long for they release date He facing 25 years, bedtime he ain't never seen a day in that thing. He bust his time high. Let's keep it real. I got the documents to do that you're ass nigga trying The gems and juice You hit the highway, got money to fly away and told it. He's a whole ass nigga, that's what I say. And you me, against some niggas, wanna touch it. Last out my was made, this out in the motherfucker's soul. All you niggas wanna plot against the mob since you wanna make it, ladder I feel. just a knob.
3: Shout out to the motherfucking
0: legend, man. Turn my shit up. Why my shit sound like this? Man? Yeah, I know. Is your
3: mic on? Yeah, it's on. I don't know why it sound like this. Maybe I got to be oh, off.
0: Yeah, that's better. That's better. Yeah.
3: Shout out to the motherfucking legend, man. He He's performing one last time, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, he said his farewell concert was tonight at House of Blues. Uh, So, yeah, man. I, I was thinking about maybe trying to get, I'm sure the ticket sold out. Yeah. But, you know, we had things to do. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it, but I'm sure it's a hot show. Never actually saw Scarface perform live, man. So it's unfortunate. I might not get a chance again, but he's doing a great sold out show. I saw some rehearsal footage he was doing with a, a live band and it looked fire, man. Willie D was there, too. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, shout-out to Scarface, man. Shout-out to Jack Freeman. I bet Jack Freeman was there. Oh,
0: he's definitely there. Yeah, he he's probably part
3: there. of the band. And shit. Yes.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was, yeah,
3: Shout-out to Jack Freeman. You know Scarf or as he say, Brad It's yes, his guy. He calls him
0: Brad. <laughs> you know they close. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, uh, shout-out to Scarface, man. Glad he's doing one last show. Glad to – you know, at least he could – I don't believe most rapper retirements – but I would believe Scarface retiring. Like, he, he's he gone on. He ran for city council already. He's mm-hmm. had some health issues. Luckily, he's came out okay. So, yeah, it's lucky to still have him around, man. A true rap legend. Not just Houston legend. A true rap legend, period, man. Yeah. So, glad to have him still around. Doing one last show in H-Town where it all started. So, yep. yeah, good to see, man. Good to see. Yeah,
3: he's probably in everybody's top ten, man. Like, you could go he to the be. West... You could go to the West Coast, East Coast, Midwest, down South. People talking about Scarface, man.
0: No, 100%, man. And that's how you know. Like, Scarface is one of those names you drop where it's like, you know someone's serious about hip-hop if they put Scarface in their top 10. Yeah. There are certain people where it's like, okay, you put Tupac, you put Biggie. Everybody puts Tupac and Biggie in their list. Yeah. If you put Scarface in your list, Yeah, that's a notifier that okay you really about this hip-hop yeah because this
3: scarface wasn't the typical commercial rapper he
0: wasn't mainstream yeah
3: tupac was mainstream at one point biggie was of course mainstream shit uh snoop and ice cube they're main they were mainstream it's a bunch of mainstream people in there scarface was not mainstream you know you know scarface wasn't mainstream like that when his hot, I guess his single mainstream song was My Block.
0: Yes. <laughs> and I never
3: really looked at that as a mainstream song. But to his standards, that was. Yeah. That was so, played
0: all the time on Rap City for like a few months, man. That so. was their fucking intro song, man. Yes. Big Tigger come
3: down, walking down the stairs, and they playing My Block. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And of course, the instrumental to that classic Dipset freestyle, back when things were better for Dipset, back when we can actually yeah, be we fans can, of them, can was counting money. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shout out to Scarface. Of course, the thing about Scarface too, man, he's so humble. Like he doesn't even really think he's all that rap wise, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, like he's very humble about his own place in rap, and I think that's crazy because, like. You know, I understand not having an ego, but it's like I wonder if he understands the impact he's had on people and on rap. Period. I just wonder yeah. if he knows that.
3: Yeah, because he don't even like people giving him his flowers like that. Yeah, he was on uh, on drink champs with Nori, and he ain't like that whole segment of people saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. we appreciate you," and this and this. I think the one that really got him was the J Prince. Yeah, <laughs> because Jay Pr- I guess J Prince don't really. Show appreciation, or show that he liked certain rappers, <laughs> mm. and he actually changed He he actually showed that you know Scarface was one of his favorite rappers, and that that that's the one that hit him the most. But he usually don't like the compliments like that, yes. or you know he don't like people saying, "Hey, you're one of the best in the game," or "One of the best in history." He he liked to say uh, tell that to other people
0: yes no he does he's very very humble very down he sees himself as a regular guy like some people just say they do but he actually lives that life he sees himself as a regular person yeah but no he's definitely one of the legends one of the greatest to ever do it so Mm -hmm. shout out to him man shout out to him i know that concert is dope so if you dare or if not hopefully there's some kind of video that comes up maybe it's some kind of little mini documentary i'll be down to watch because i know it's gonna be a fire show man so Mm hmm yeah, shout to Scarface! Shout to Scarface! So, man, wild week, Figgy, wild week. Yes, <laughs> a lot to talk about, mainly concerning one thing that y'all know we gonna break down a little bit. Of course, uh, Astro World and the disaster it became later in the night. That has been a huge topic in national news everywhere. Man, we gonna get into that a little bit, man. But let us keep it lighthearted first. I'm in a good mood, man. Let's keep <laughs> it a little light and fluffy before we go all dark and dreary later on. So first off, Figgy, man, how you been?
3: I've been good. How you been holding up? Oh, I've been I've been cool, man. It's been a um, it's been kind of a long week, but um, I've been good, man. I've been staying busy, working, working hard, <laughs> keeping the show together. So um, <laughs> yeah, everything's been good, man. I've been I've been chilling.
0: Yeah, I know you're happy because we have a very special guest joining on. Yes. You've been, you've, been, you've, been, you've been a dog trying to get this interview. I you know, man. You finally got it. You <laughs> finally got it. And hopefully yes. it's going to happen again soon. But we have Ken the Man joining us later on. Great <laughs> interview. Y'all going to really enjoy that. Uh, definitely something uplifting after all this sad news about World. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be on YouTube, too. Make sure y'all check out the YouTube page. and
3: Subscribe to it, it. Like it. Leave yes. your comments.
0: Support. Y'all know what to do. Y'all, y'all see all the videos. Y'all, we, we shouldn't even have to tell y'all to like and subscribe. Y'all know y'all need to do that because y'all see all the other videos with niggas begging for it. Y'all know y'all <laughs> need to like and subscribe. So yeah. I don't like saying that shit. Yeah,
3: yeah. We ain't going. ain't even going to put no button at the end of this video. Yes.
0: <laughs> I could easily put the graphics. Point yeah. to the subscribe button. <laughs> just, say, hey, make su- sure you just click Just hit that. that
3: button on the right and subscribe for more notifications on whenever subscribe, we like, that.
0: like and comments mm-hmm. that's one thing a lot of i learned a lot of youtubers do they ask a question in their videos make sure to leave your comment because that increases the algorithm as well mm. so they like make sure to leave a comment or they'll ask a question like what do you think about uh World?" leave your comments <laughs> below yeah like they gonna read it so <laughs> yeah man uh but yeah where, where was I? Fucking oh yeah! Make sure y'all check out that Ken the Man YouTube. She's gonna be on a little bit later on. Fun interview, one of the best we've had this year, honestly. And we've had a lot of good interviews.
3: We, yeah, and just think about all the interviews we had. We had Arian Foster on earlier this yes. year. Yes.
0: Wait, that, that wasn't this year.
3: Yeah, it was twenty. It was twenty twenty one.
0: Because Arian Foster was this year.
3: Yeah, because I got COVID in twenty twenty, December around this time, or it was a month. It was around December, uh, uh twenty twenty. Then Why we, does we feel we, like it we, was so long ago, yeah. We had Jay Prince on right before our last podcast. That
0: was all this year, that was,
3: that was all this year,
0: <laughs> dog. Work, I'm losing my mind. That was, yeah, this 666 views. That's kind of creepy, but uh, yeah, that was in January. Wow, it feels ain't like that's happened crazy in like 2020.
3: Yeah, ain't that crazy? It
0: really is, man.
3: So, wow, so if you want to count just one year. From um so next year uh, or next month would be December. So from December to December, we didn't have Jay Prince, we didn't have Arian Foster, we had Mark Ingram, we had all type yes. of people that i <laughs> can't even yes. keep up with. We had a lot of a lot a of good interviews. A lot of interviews.
0: new artists we had Den Day was a great interview. then Day and if you uh, wanna
3: if and honestly, if you wanna count October, if you wanna count it from October, um shit, we had you know Nefertiti, we had yep Shank, we we had all type of people, man.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, who else we had? DJ Holly Grove, man. We had some good interviews. Yeah. Man. we're on the up and up. So good yeah. job for Figgy, man. You be doing the booking on this shit. So man. good job, bro. <laughs> we up and up, man. So make sure y'all yeah. check all that shit out. Yeah,
3: it's all it's all on the YouTube page. Just check it out. We got forty two videos on there, man. No, we getting there, man. So, we getting yeah. there.
0: I'm slacking on a clip, so I need to put some more up, but we'll talk about that later. Anyway, (laughs) fuck it. We're way off topic. We're talking about the YouTube page and shit. We got important things to break down, Figgy. We got to get down to the nitty gritty. But first, as we always do, we got to break down some new releases. Mm. And we'll start off with the long anticipated by some people, I guess. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The team of Anderson Pack and uh, Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. finally released their collab project i'm hesitant to call it an album because it's like nine tracks long it's more ep length than album length yeah. but it is a project called uh silk sonic the mm-hmm. project is called a night with silk sonic an evening with silk an evening with silk sonic my bad i had the kind man thing on my spotify i gotta <laughs> update it but it's called an evening with silk sonic Uh, Nine tracks long, Uh, not too many features, but it does have Bootsy Collins all over the place uh, doing vocals and intros and outros on songs. Thundercat on the bass for a song as well. Uh, So, yeah, very, very jazz. If you've heard the Silk Sonic songs that have come out, you already know what this album is going to sound like. So, yeah, it depends on if you like those, whether or not you're going to like this one. But I do want to get your take, Figgy. Uh, you you put me onto these singles when they released because I've been ignoring them for a little bit. But I listened to this whole project from beginning to end. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Silk Sonic album slash project?
3: All right, so I, I listened to the whole thing, and um, to be honest, I'm a fan of the song um, "Leave the Door Open." That's a that's a cool song. It's a song you can't really be mad at, and um, and um, I, I listened to the album I thought it was cool but to me it seemed like it was a little the, the content on it the, the the production was amazing I, I liked yeah. the production a lot but I felt like the content the lyrics it seemed like it didn't really match the production to me The um, it was too current man I think I think um, I don't know if this was their purpose or what but it seemed like them talking about you know weed and you know the bitches and you know stuff we talk about today. Mm. I think that kind of messed it up for me, because you know if you if you're gonna you know try to do something from back in the day, I think the content need to be somewhat like back in the day because you know you got the you got the emotions you got the um, shit you got um, the uh, shit what what the fuck is his name um the th- Uh, Bootsy Collins You got people like that You got people like that That never really talked about Certain stuff during that time As far as like material stuff You ain't hear them talking about You know uh, 86 Cadillac or (laughs) You know The stuff uh, Bell bottoms and stuff like that They were just making love songs And when you go back and listen to it It's still You know You can You can resonate with it today No matter how old you are you know, it's it's talking about love. That that shit don't really go out of style, but it was too much. Uh, you know, to me it was too much of uh, you know going on trips, uh, tricking, and you know. To me, I felt like it didn't really match the production to it. So, um, I thought it was I thought it was cool. It's something cool you can still put on, but this is this is me being a music guy and being super picky. <laughs> so I'm I'm sure people will really like this, but. Me being kind of a music nerd, it was like, damn, they could have, you know, they could have made it more, I guess, 70s-ish, 80s-ish as far as the content. And I thought it would have been cool. One of my favorite producers, he produced a lot of stuff for um, Ghostface, and uh, his name is Adrian, uh, Adrian Young. And he actually did a full album with um, the Delphonics. And this album came out, I want to say, maybe 2013, 14s. It was super recent. And the album, you would have thought the album came out in the 60s or 70s. And you really can't tell the difference. The only difference is prob- it probably sound a little clean, but everything sounds super vintage. And even the content. It, the content. He wasn't talking about, you know, he didn't bring up no iPhones and, you know, texting back and all this other stuff. It was just straight up love music. And I thought that was amazing. I I, I was kind of expecting this from um uh, Silk Sonic, but it just it, it was just super current. It was like to me, it was like them rapping or singing over an old beat and making it current mm. now. So um, that's the part I didn't really like about it. But I would say it's, it is a cool project, but that's me being super picky with this. So uh, I, w- I would still give it a qualified.
0: Where is it at? Qualify. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I, I agree for the most part. Like, I have to admit, I'm not the biggest Anderson Pack or Bruno Mars fan. I've only recently kind of come around to Bruno Mars, that whole new Jack Swing, Swagger Jacking the whole I do (laughs) 80s music. But, hey, it's new because, you know, I I work with the guys who originally did it. But it's like you're still kind of pantomiming that music and just making the same type of shit. But I've come around to it, man. Like, he is talented. You can't say he's not a good performer. You can't say he don't make good songs. But... This project, man, I mean, I listen to it in the background. I listen to the whole thing, but it's just, for whatever reason, like you said, it sounds good. Production is great, but it just don't move me for whatever reason. I'm sure in a certain context, like at a party or something, or at a cookout or something, I don't know, function, get together, whatever you want to call it, I'm sure it'll be great background music there. But as far as music I want to ride around listening to, like, it kind of just reminds me of better, older music I'd rather listen to. Yeah. You know, like, hey, this sounds like a song from The Whispers. I'd much rather listen to The Whispers <laughs> than some shit like this. Oh, Bill Withers kind of sounding song here? Well, I want to listen to Bill Withers now. It's like, it, it just makes me rather put on an old school playlist of songs that I like a lot more Yeah, than listen to this type of music. And I'm not knocking them for trying. Like I said, like if they're good, it, production's great. Uh, I agree with the content. I don't like, you know, I never like Bruno Mars cursing on these records, man. I just don't. Yeah. I feel like he kind of makes kiddie music, but he don't want the kiddie label. So he kind of comes off as kind of edgy. Yeah. But it's like, he, he was always safe. Music. Yeah. So he likes to have a little edge to him. But I never liked him cursing his music like that, man. I feel like he he kind of does make kiddie music, and he should just keep it there. Like, keep it all ages. It don't have to be corny. Yeah. But he got his curse in his records, but he, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I would say it's qualified, man. I can't say it's a bad qualified. project. But I do wonder, because this has been heavily anticipated by some people, mm-hmm. you know, Their first single dropped, I want to say, a
3: year ago, I think,
0: about a year ago. And ever since then, people have been asking, hey, are they ever going to drop an album? Oh, they just dropped that one song and disappeared. So this has been heavily anticipated. So I do wonder for the people that have been counting down the days, if they were satisfied with this project. Yeah, I would hazard to say no, but I don't know. I don't know any hardcore you know Bruno Mars or Silk Sonic fans to really gauge their interest, but I do want to know like, do they think this was disappointing in any way? My I don't know.
3: My guess is I wouldn't be surprised if they were satisfied with this because I feel like the typical Bruno Mars fan is not not uh picky if that makes sense. They they're not yeah. dissecting everything in this in this album. I think they really look for just good music, good sounding music. And he always made good sounding music, but um, people like me, who's not the typical Bruno Mars fan, I, I you know I kind of dissect it a little more than you know an average person probably uh, wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I would think because even with the new Jet Swing stuff, a lot of people love that shit, and I was just kind of like, yeah, it's a little <laughs> you know cheesy, but you know it's cool. I, I think I think one thing I do appreciate about him. Is he? He's a huge artist, and he's taking a he he's taking the big risk, man. Because a lot of huge artists don't do that. A, a lot of huge artists wouldn't collab with Anderson mm-hmm. Pack, who's not that you know not really that known to the world like that, like Bruno Mars, and do a, pretty much make a group and pretty much got him in the front because he kind of kick off a lot of these songs, mm-hmm. and you know that's kind of strange. Bruno Mars is kind of in the background a little bit. <laughs> So, um, I think that's kind of bold on his part because he could easily be the face of this, but um, you know, bringing somebody like Anderson Paak in, I think that's, I think that's kind of dope. And um, this album is totally different from his last one. So, um, you know, if you go back and look at his last three albums, they're all totally different. And yeah. you know, we had this conversation about the, you know, the certain rappers and how they kind of stick to the same formula. And I kind of applaud him for, you know, switching it up totally different. He he did a couple 180s on, you know, his last um, couple projects. So I, I do appreciate that about
4: him.
0: No, 100%. And uh, I, I it's funny you did mention Ghostface because I did see Ghostface comment on this album. And he said he would want to do an album with Silk Sonic. Yeah. Which I'd actually be into that. I want to yeah. hear that sounds because I know... Uh, Ghostface is a huge fan of you know that old school of music so he, he, yeah, he will rap
3: he will rap over all of these beats he, i think i think he rapped or sung over the uh when the uh Leave the door open, or
0: whatever.
3: <laughs> I ain't really care for that. I think I might have yeah. heard the bad version of it,
0: but uh, nah, he is, he a soulful cat, man. Yeah, so he would definitely my, feel at home. Rapping my nigga was these. rapping
3: over Isaac Hayes' uh, yes. "Walk On By."
0: <laughs> 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 like
3: you can't, I can't help but to respect something like that, man. He
0: no, what what was that song I was playing in the background when he did Action Bronson? It was some kind of Teddy Pendergrass record, I think. He, he was mm. That video he made on Action Bronson dissing the hell oh. out of him. He had something playing in the background that was hilarious. <laughs> I want to say it was Teddy gas, but that's <laughs> nah, funny, man. He's a soulful dude. He's an old school dude, so he would sound at home yeah. on these beats. I would actually be interested in listening to that just because it's new ghost Ghostface. Yeah, bro. let but me see something. <laughs> no, no. Let's see how that shit sounds. I have got something
2: to you see let me
0: tell you, tell hands, <laughs> this like, is one of the greatest videos ever made, down, man. You got this little
2: fake ass nigga. <laughs> Ash and Bronson running around <laughs> sounding like me. Action and Bronson. <laughs> you know, <I> wanna <laughs> tell fact,
0: the way he's but, kneeling in the video, too, is hilarious. Yeah. I
2: gave you a grace period, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I post destroyed you a long time ago. <laughs> You go on Sports Nation, kicking that shit, acting like yo, you the, you the nigga, and like where I'm at. First of all, you little fat fuck. Yeah. Who gives you the right to even mention my name? Out your motherfucking mouth.
3: <laughs> Why is he saying standing like this? Yeah.
2: I know. <laughs> you know what fucks up, man. Huh? You know what I mean? Because listen, man.
3: <laughs> all right, I ain't gonna play the I whole thing. I gave
0: you a grace period.
3: Yeah. He, yeah, he says,
0: The just, way he's leaning over yeah, just camera, ima- just Like Im- he can't adjust it
3: Yeah just imagine <laughs> Ghostface Actually setting the camera Alright let me set it up Let me hit record Play the music nah, nah, nah. in the back And just talk shit yeah, and the
0: he probably tried the first time and then realized he couldn't see his face, so he had to bend down. Yeah, <laughs> instead of just lifting the camera up. <laughs> nah, that was a classic video, man. Uh, yeah. and for people who, for background, for people who didn't catch that whole beef, uh, a lot of people said when Action Bronson first started off, like he was ripping off a ghost face in his voice and delivery. Yeah, and go Action Bronson always kind of denied it, but then one day he went on Sports Nation on ESPN. And they brought up, you know, hey, you sound like Scarface or Ghostface. And Action Bronson made some l- little slick comment like, no, nah, he ain't rapping like this no more. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like Action Bronson got bars and Ghostface don't. Yeah. So, yeah, at, that kicked off one of the most legendary videos in Internet history. And Ghostface <laughs> just kind of sat down and tore apart Action Bronson yeah. for a minute. So it was be- check that whole video if y'all ain't seen it yet. It's hilarious. It's on YouTube still. <laughs> Uh, did you listen to anything else this week, Figgy? Uh,
3: I did. So, um, I kind of go through a lot of shit. That I be um that that drops. So, uh, Rick Ross dropped a single. He dropped this okay. um, single for his album that looked like a you know gospel album cover, <laughs> and um this single called Outlaws is featured Jasmine Sullivan and Twenty One Savage, and um. What caught my eye with this song is uh, the production on it. Uh, you got um, the guy he used to work with, Cam. Um, shit, I forgot. I forgot his name. Um, he did a whole album with Joe Budden. Oh, damn, how am I blanking on this name? Uh, a rap music. A rap music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this joint was produced by A Rap Music. I was shocked to hear you know him getting the uh, on, being on the Ross record. Mm-hmm. So um I, I actually like that joint. That that joint was hard. Um Tray The Truth dropped some with Quavo. It's called Knox. Okay. Um I, I was I was good with that joint. That joint dope. And uh Erica Banks, she actually dropped a song called Designer. Okay. And um I was actually fine with this song. You know how I feel about people remaking shit. Mm-hmm. So um she pretty much remade the um the uh the song "Pumps" that was, uh, oh "Stilettos," "Stilettos" song okay. that was by um, Crime Mob. So um, "Stilettos," "Pumps," so it okay, okay, pretty, okay. pretty much remade that. So um, I was actually fine with that song; it was cool. But um, yeah, um, what else did I listen to? Uh, oh, I listened to uh, Money Man got a new song, um, a new album called Blockchain. Mm-hmm. and it was it was pretty cool it was a dope song um a lot of people might not know who money man is but um if you if you're a fan of like maybe i don't want to i don't want to say he's kind of like Lil Dirk, but he's more like a um he's kind of like a future a little bit without the heavy trap uh without the heavy trap strip club type songs but uh, he kind of put you. In, he kind of put me in mind the future a little bit, and I actually got help to him from Deshaun Watson, <laughs> which is crazy because oh, yeah. Deshaun Watson always talked about Money Man. But um, this album was actually cool. I actually um, liked this album, so uh, check it out. It's called Blockchain, and um, yeah, let me know what you think of it.
0: Yeah, Money Man's been everywhere, man. You've been blown up. Like, I see his name more and more, in and on uh, more and more features as well. Yeah. So yeah, man, he's he's kind of blowing up lately. It, I've seen him a lot more and more.
3: It's crazy because I think Money Man been out, been around for years, man. Yeah,
0: I think he's been around for a for minute. a
3: long for a long time, and um, it seems like he's starting to catch on now. So it's yeah, good, good, I'm good a, for him, man. I, yeah. I was
0: wondering who the rap first rapper would be to name a song or album blockchain. Really? <laughs> yes, yeah, blockchain. It has to do with that. You know encryption technology that Bitcoin is based off of. It's but funny. It sounds like some rapper shit. It's
3: funny. You. <laughs> it's funny you said that because he was like one of the first rappers to really be into that shit. Oh wow! He, he was on it very early, and um, yeah, he he was on it very early. So it, it it really makes sense for him to call it this him because he he's really into the shit.
0: Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. believe it, man. I believe it. Yeah. That's dope, though. So check out Blockchain by Money Man. Yeah. yeah, good listen music to listen to for the weekend, man. So make yeah. sure y'all check all that check out. Check it out.
3: Leave a comment on our YouTube to yeah. let us know. <laughs> like and
0: subscribe. Yeah. Let us know <laughs> what you think about this album.
3: What was your favorite song? Leave them <laughs> in the comments. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> uh, well, shoot, Figgy. I think it's time now to get a little serious. because we got to talk about the incident at astroworld last weekend um of course last when you when you last heard of us on last podcast you know it was the eve of astroworld and mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. It, it was kind of strange. I actually,
3: Astro World was actually going on at this time yes, as we were yes. recording.
0: <laughs> and by the time I posted the podcast, all this shit came out. Yeah. So, so we, key, so
3: we, yes. were, we wasn't being insensitive.
0: Yes. <laughs> we we recorded record before. It just, yes. For, yeah. So anybody who thought the vibe was weird when you listened to that last podcast, we didn't know any of this shit happened. Yeah. You know, in fact, it probably hadn't even happened yet by the time we were recording. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it looks very different in retrospect, of course. But if you haven't heard or been living under a rock, uh, up to nine people have now died as a result of a some sort of crowd surge that happened at Astroworld during a Travis Scott performance. Um, it was around 9.30, I believe, something like that, where a huge rush of the crowd resulted in people getting trampled, suffocated, you know, uh, having seizures and, and blacking out and uh, up to nine people have died one nine-year-old is in critical condition still so a uh, very sad situation hundreds injured as well you know uh, i'm sure you've already seen some stories of people who were there in the thick of it recounting you know, how crazy it was and yeah since then it's been a whole lot of finger pointing a whole lot of playing the media a whole lot of It's not our fault that you've seen around social media. Uh, I think the first things we've heard from the police, it was actually. I want to say, I think, two thirty on Saturday, the police made a statement around that time saying people had died, something serious had happened. And I want to say until then, nobody really had any idea except people who were in the thick of it that Mm. this kind of thing happened there. Uh, The police put out a statement and a lot of things were alleged at first. Uh, There was a report that somebody was going around sticking people with some kind of injection. And apparently one cop had been injected with something reportedly and they gave him some Narcon or something to wake him up. Uh, The police later retracted that and said it wasn't true. And he actually just got knocked out. Mm. So strange. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh so other things have come out uh conflicting reports on whether travis knew or not or was aware he went to dave and busters afterwards and reportedly did not know of any of this that happened until later on there was a report that this happened because drake came out he brought out drake for a su- surprise performance and there was uh, initial reporting that that's what caused this crowd surge that uh killed some people and injured others that has been apparently debunked. Apparently, Drake came out after all that happened, so now that has been kind of cleared up as well. But there are still a lot of questions, still a lot of wondering about what people should have done, could have done, and need to do going forward in these types of events. Uh, Travis Scott, of course, is in deep trouble PR-wise. Uh, he made an Instagram video, um, basically saying, you know how upset he was about it people have had varying thoughts on how serious he is i feel like if you don't know it in his mind you you can't say he's faking it or not because you don't know what's going through his head right now yeah. i'm sure he's upset in some form of capacity because who couldn't be at this point yeah um you mentioned you went to the charity event where he unveiled that basketball court at yeah. that sunnyside high school i look today they were elementary all, school the elementary school yeah, yeah. my bad I looked today for a follow-up to see if that was still around. And turns out they apparently removed like all traces of Travis Scott and Cactus Jack Foundation from that Damn. basketball court. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, he already said he's not going to be at Day in Vegas. And uh, Live Nation, the promoter who did Astroworld Fest this year, is in deep trouble as well. They've been canceling events as well. So, a lot of fallout coming from this event Uh, and of course the saturday show was cancelled as well that was one of the first things that happened so yeah uh you'll hear from jasmine a little bit she was there and you'll hear from her a little bit about her own experience but figgy i want to know about you man i know you live kind of close to nrg yeah so i know you were around the sights and sounds so what was your experience hearing all this going around and what did you think when you first heard the news
3: yeah, so um, after we finished the podcast, I went home, and um, I, I I actually drove past the um, the concert because I I live kind of off Main Street, so I rode down Main Street, and it was loud. It was it was high. It wasn't a lot of people outside of it, but um, you could tell it was totally different from what I usually see on a day to day basis. So it, it looked crazy, man. I'm like, to the point, I'm like, damn, I, I wish I had a ticket so I could kind of experience this part, just to say I was there. But um, I got home, and, you know, I was sitting on the porch listening. You could hear the music from my house. And, you know, my from my house, is not like a fun walk to the place. It's not like that close, but you could hear it. You could hear it word for word. I was singing the antidote along with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um yeah, so I, I watched a little bit of, of it on uh Apple Music and it, the production like um you'll hear from Jasmine in a minute and she, and she was telling me off mic, but the produ- the production was crazy. It, it it looked it was really nice experience watching it on the phone. So I'm like, damn, this is this is really nice. And uh, you know, after after a while I, I heard it stop and um, by this time I quit watching it on the phone but I was on the porch and I heard it you know it stopped I heard a whole bunch of sirens. so I'm like okay it's probably over and you know they probably trying to get everybody out there you know get everybody out safely and you know I went to bed I didn't really think nothing of it but by the time I woke up you know I just so happened to check my phone and I seen a whole bunch of tweets and articles saying you know eight people died at the con I'm like wait what and and it was just all these articles and you know like you would have thought it was like a a a shoot in there or something so I'm like damn so I instantly um hit up Jasmine I hit up a couple people to make sure that it was cool and so long story short that you know everybody was good but um yeah man I just didn't know what to think of it man it's you never want to hear about anybody dying at a concert, let alone eight people. It's like, damn, like what happened? So I started seeing, I started getting more info on what happened and, you know, all the people that rushed in and, you know, people getting trampled and stuff like that. And um, to be honest, I was just lost words, man, because, you know, I know, I knew a lot of people that was going there. I know, I know it's not a kid friendly place to go, but. I, I you know, I'm sure it was a, a, some kids there, man, just to, you know, see Travis Scott. And um yeah, man, I just you know, it was it was really rough for me <laughs> as far as like, you know, what people were saying online. You had people, you know, that don't even live here or wasn't there, pretty much saying, Oh yeah, uh you know, they need more security. Uh they should have organized this better. Or you know these fans are crazy. It's these fans' fault. It's the cops' fault. It's Travis Scott' fault. And just the the more the day went by, more you start hearing more you know crazy stuff. You start seeing the videos and stuff like that. So it was at one point where you seen Travis Scott um, performing, and you hear some of the crowd saying, you know, stop performing, stop the show, stop the show. And it looked like he just kept going. <laughs> And you know, and he was he was getting crushed for it, and um, yeah. So um, some of the people I was following, I follow um, a friend of the show, Brandon um, Brandon Caldwell, mm-hmm. and um, he was actually there too. I guess he was there, you know, as a photographer. And he he pretty much he did a good job. Follow him whenever y'all get a chance. Just search um, Brandon Caldwell, and it'll pop up. Um, he gave a real good breakdown of. Everything that happened, so he, you know, he gave the breakdown of, you know, when Travis got on stage, he gave a breakdown of uh, all the time. I think I want to say he stopped maybe three times to attend some people, and he 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 uh, mentioned what time he got off the stage. He finished the show, which was he also mentioned thirty minutes early. But um yeah, man, it, it, it's it's really messed up because this was a huge event, man, and. And I felt like this was a real good um spotlight for the city because everybody from all over was talking about Astro World and they, you know, they wanted to see it. So it was kinda it, it felt kinda good because I had people from out of town say, Oh, you going? You going? I was lying my ass off. So like, yeah, I think I might slide yeah. through and you know <laughs> I stay right down the street. But um it, I I really felt bad because, you know, um, it felt if you know from the outside looking in it felt like a horror story man the, just the pictures they were showing people being carried out and i heard people died in like some uh in porta potties and it, it just hurt. it was just everything bad that made travis look bad <laughs> so um yeah those was my initial thoughts on it and um yeah, I, I, yeah, it, it was rough, man. I was arguing with a couple people on Twitter and all that stuff. It was a lot of people that wasn't even living here, wasn't there, just saying crazy stuff like, "Oh, yeah, he should have did this or he should have did that." And I think it's, you know, I think it's easy to say from the outside looking in, saying, "Oh, he should have stopped the show. He should have just canceled the show. Like it, that would have helped everything." And I don't think it was that simple, man. I think. You know, in hindsight, yes, he probably should have canceled the show, but people don't look at it like all of these fans who you know <laughs> waited to see him. How upset they would be, <laughs> and there ain't no telling what they're gonna do. I don't think they was gonna sit there and say, "Oh man, okay, all right, guys, let's just pack it up and go home." <laughs> you know, oh well. now they. It was over twenty thousand extra people rushed in. <laughs> It was it was twenty thousand more people there without the ticket. So just imagine if Travis Scott decides to, to cut his performance short. So I think it would have been been even more of a rage or however you want to call it. So I I think I think a lot of people was just kind of speaking on hindsight of hey he should have just did this or hey it should have been more security. First of all, it was a lot of security and police there already, in my opinion. Mm-hmm and if you need more police <laughs> to um to uh watch over a concert like that they probably shouldn't be no concert you you shouldn't have to have the national guard there for a damn concert in my opinion and on, on top of you know it's it's already a struggle <laughs> a lot of people ain't really talking about this but it's already a struggle with the police department as far as like covid and you know people calling off or being sick and cops working extra and stuff like that. And on top of the fucking crime in the city, man, it's it's already crime in the city. So are we going to get every cop in the city to patrol a, a festival? <laughs> so I, I don't even know if they even had the uh, manpower to even do that if they wanted to. But like I said, it's a, it's a fortunate situation.
0: Yeah, it really is, man. Um, and, and yeah, about the security thing like people have to realize that I'm sure, of course you could have more security always, but when you have 50,000 people in one area, no security is going to be enough. Mm
5: -hmm. Unless
0: you get 50,000 people, then you have a hundred thousand people to worry about in one place. So there's never going to be enough security for 50,000 people. We saw that because I mean, this is Houston This and these people knew what they what Astral World Fest was going to bring, and people still broke down the barricades and rushed in. We saw the video, like, there's no containing fully that many people
3: that type of crowd, too.
0: Yes, but in terms of it being understaffed, like, I just think that's a lie. Like, in terms of festivals, because you have to compare everything relative to each other, like, is it security compared to the White House? No. But is it decent security compared to other festivals? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it was. Probably over and above.
3: It shouldn't have to have security like the White House for a festival exactly. like that.
0: It is not the military involved in the damn music festival, man. So that's one thing that annoyed me because people are just saying that. But you know, there there's no there it was never gonna be enough. No matter what that what could what happened there could have happened no matter how many people were in there, unless you had security in the midst of everybody and like i said that would have made an even bigger mess uh i've been really annoyed by the police response to all this as well from the beginning one of the first statements they made that i saw was them saying well we warned travis about the energy before the show and it's like what does that mean yeah that could have that could have meant the way it was worded it made it sound like wow we we knew this was going to happen and we told him better I'm sure the police just met with Travis and said, hey, make sure, you know, the standard checklist yeah. of what they have. to Something tell they do with the
3: everybody.
0: Yes. <laughs> but they made it seem because the police are, are trying to absolve themselves of any wrongdoing here. We've seen a video of a police officer taking a selfie video with Travis, you know, close to the stage. And the question becomes, were the police there to protect the crowd? or to protect Travis Scott. And I think the latter is really the truth. They weren't there to protect the people who were going to the concert necessarily. And that's part of the issue because now they are going on a slander campaign saying, trying to imply that everything was Travis's fault. He should have stopped the show. They had the nerve to say they had no authority to stop the show themselves. And I'm like, y'all are the police if y'all get up there and say, Travis, you got to stop this show. What is he going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> He's just going to keep playing. Yeah. So I understand them saying they didn't want to start a riot, but if Travis, the, the the main question is what this is all going to come down to is how much did Travis know when he was performing? Yeah. Did he know people had died? Do you know hundreds of people got injured? If he didn't, then you can't make a real argument for him stopping the show. Yeah. Because people pass out at shows all the time. People overdose at shows all the time. This happens when you have a huge music festival. Mm -hmm. You know, sadly, people pass out. People overdose. People, you know, have to be taken care of medically. They might have asthma or something and just had a really bad attack. Who knows? Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Is he going to stop this show over that? Keep in mind, this show was streamed on Apple TV, Apple Music as well.
3: Yeah. It was it, nationwide it, it, it audience. It wasn't just simple as, hey, I'm going to just stop the show and that's it. He Look, man, I know people feel like he got a lot to say so, but it's a lot in stake if he decide not to perform. Yes. You got to answer to Live Nations. You got to answer to you know Apple TV, Apple Music. It's a lot of people you, you got to answer for if you decide not to perform.
0: Yes, exactly. And you got to address the effect of, you know, people being upset, people asking for refunds, things like that.
3: Yeah. Losing so, money too.
0: Yes. So that opens up a whole can of worms. So did anybody tell him to stop the show? And that's the only way I can see Travis being 100% at fault here is that people told him personally stop the show people are dying out there and he said "Nah, fucking turn up yeah but i'm pretty sure that's not the case yeah so ultimately this is a little bit of everybody's fault yeah i have to say everybody because at first i was defending travis scott a lot i'm like man what is he supposed to do but some posts had come up from the past that make him look bad now Mm -hmm. um there's some posts to him encouraging people to jump barricades fight some the people to fight he was posting people unconscious from one of his shows and saying hey he didn't survive the rodeo and and he was making some slick comments and and kind of encouraging people to wild out uh, as much as possible at his shows and that's gonna come back to bite him yeah, you know, to, to his defense, I don't think he did he did that anymore recently, but he was doing that about five years ago, and it's gonna look bad now because that's what you cultivated your fan base into. Yeah, you know that, that's what your fan base was born it, out of. Yeah, it kind
3: of um like a lot of his fans because look, it's a lot of big artists, it's bigger artists out there, and a lot their fans don't act like that. Yeah. So I think the way his fans act kind of reflect on him as an artist, what he's about, and if you listen to some of his music, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> he talk about rage and all his other stuff, and and my, we gonna mosh and we gonna rush this, and that's his music. He said in the on the trap beat over a trap beat, but yes, that's kind of his his thing. And you and I, I posted the video on the Gems and Juice podcast Instagram page. Uh, when I was at the charity event. And he was kind of, you know, shaking the mic a little bit, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, slapping the uh, <laughs> the little table. And that's what he is, man. That's that's why his fans are that way as well. He, he He's kind of crazy like that.
0: Yeah, and, and when you build your fan base off of that, they're going to act wild at this show. That's what he expects, that's what he promotes. Yeah. I'm not saying he wanted people to die. Of course he didn't. But yeah. he, when you get people acting like that all the time, it's only going to be a matter of time until something bad happens. And unfortunately it happened this past weekend. So, yeah, like I said, it's, it's not all his fault. It's everybody's fault. I, it, this,
3: I, I, Oh no, I was, I was going to say, I do think um, he, he have to have some blame by default because it yes. is his event. So, you know, he can't, it can't just be scot-free <laughs> You know, um, this is World. This is Travis Scott's festival. So I think by default, you know, he got to, you know, take some uh, some blame of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to. People are mad about his video because he didn't apologize. I'm sure legally he really shouldn't because that just opens him up to endless lawsuits. And he's already under enough, him and the promoter. Yeah. Uh, the promoter is insured, but I don't think the – I heard 26 million – in yeah. insurance, that's not going to be enough. That's not enough. Not even not nearly for, enough. That's
3: probably for one person or two people.
0: <laughs> At this point, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got the people who died, the people who got injured, and then the people who will claim emotional distress.
3: Yeah. Have, have you which been seen be a,
0: thousands of people.
3: Have you seen a lot of those? Po- I've been seeing a lot of those Facebook posts, like just sponsored Facebook posts by like. Different law firms saying, "Hey, are you emotionally yes. distraught from the Astro World Fest?" They see, they see a lick. They see they money, see man. A yeah. They
0: coming for it.
3: Shout out to Tony Busby for being early. Yes. On it. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, and you mentioned he he deleted that picture he had with Travis Scott. <laughs> he, he took right so, after it happened. Yeah.
3: So so the um, game six of the World Series, Tony Busby was at the game, and Travis Scott he was the one that that was on the mic to say play ball. I guess. And uh, his wife took a picture with Travis Scott. And he took the picture and posted it on his Instagram. He was, he was talking good about Travis Scott, and um, and I thought it was hilarious because as soon as that stuff happened, uh, Tony Busby was posting the articles like uh, other people that you know reportedly died. So I'm just like, damn, that's you know I ain't really think no no. I thought he was just being sympathetic. And then he started posting more articles of shit that happened in uh, 2012, and like, oh look, he was known for doing this. He mm-hmm. was he did this before. Oh, he was arrested for this, or it was just all type of uh, old ass articles. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, let me go to his Instagram because he just posted a picture with the dude, and at the time it was still on there. So I am just like, damn, this is kind of strange, and I should have screenshot it. I I, mm-hmm. for, I forgot to screenshot it. And then he kept going again. He kept posting more articles. I'm like, man, let me go back to this. I'm I'm like, I should fuck with him. Maybe post this picture on his Facebook or something. I'm like, hey, ain't this you? But um by the time I went to it, it was gone. <laughs> mm. So I'm like, damn. But um he in full um Busby mode, man. He
0: Yeah, yeah, money, <laughs> money man. He saw the money, man. Saw the lick. Yeah, I, it, I know he we was.
3: pretty familiar with Tony Busby because of Deshaun Watson. So yeah, the he similar press conference, <laughs> same building, same office, yes, same setup.
0: <laughs> yes, I mean he's getting used to that now at this point. Um, and I have to say, man, it's no disrespect to anybody who died, who got injured, but I feel like there's a lot of trauma porn going on with this event. Um, the the nonstop coverage of it, the he said she said, is of it. Like, I feel like there's a lot of trauma porn. Like, every day we got to hear somebody else's account of what happened. Yeah. And I do feel like some people who, like, like you're going to hear from Jasmine, a lot of people at the festival had no idea any of this happened. Yeah. But I feel like since they know it happened and since they were technically there, they're going to act like they were in the middle of 9-11, yeah when this happened like i'm not accusing anybody of being a liar but i just feel like knowing the nature of people and humans and how we are there's gonna be some exaggerating there's gonna be some trauma porn the news has just gone full in on this every single day
4: mm-hmm. uh, full-on
0: investigations and I'm, I'm not saying it's not worth it i mean it, it should be investigated yeah but there is if, if you had no if you weren't in from this city you didn't know anybody who went you would literally think 9-11 happened at this festival, man. Yeah. A
3: lot of you people would think it
0: was like a mass shooting or something.
3: A lot of people hit me up to see if I was okay. And they was worried yeah. about me. Yeah. I was like, I didn't go. <laughs> so, <laughs> and all the people that I did know that went are perfectly fine. And they found out the next day, just like all yes. of us.
0: <laughs> and I, this event was live streamed, by the way. Millions of people watched. I didn't see no tweets going around when this happened saying, yeah. hey, nah, this, this, something's wrong here. Hey, this looks like the crowd is, is something that's happening here. Nobody yeah. said anything until it was reported that people had died.
3: Yeah, it wasn't no bad Hours vibes later, on the live stream.
0: No, not at all. So the, some of the people who were who were saying, you know, if I was there, they, they should have done this and that and this and that. Keep in mind, most people had no idea any of this happened. Mm -hmm. and that's all i can really say about that part so yeah yeah, man it's it's gonna be tough do you think well what do you think is gonna happen with chapter scott i feel like any plans he's had for the future for the next year are just gonna have to either die or lay low he's not gonna release any new music anytime soon he's Mm -hmm. not gonna perform anytime soon what do you think is gonna happen to him uh in the future
3: I think he, I think he just like you just said, he gotta lay low. He gotta. I think he need to stay. Uh, my personal opinion, I think he need to take a step back and kind of reevaluate his um, his image at this point. Because I don't think it, it'd be another astral World. I no. think I think that's I think that's over with <laughs> the Astro. Even saying Astral World is a yes. is tainted. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm kind of pissed off about it because I heard so much about the real Astro World. And how amazing it was.
0: It was a fun amusement park, man. Yeah. Now we just gotta so associate now, it with death.
3: Yeah. You you associate it with a concert, a, a tragedy. So uh, that kind of suck. But um he got I, I think he need he need to sit down with his team. He need to evaluate a lot of shit, man, because he, let's be real, this he not the first artist to have, you know, these type of fans. This is you know, he ain't the only artist with a mosh pit <laughs> or fans that like to rage. It's, it's a bunch of metal concerts that that's like this. But I'm I think he need to really look into these metal concerts and see how they're ran, see how they're, you know, how how the security is there and try to come up with a plan because I don't I don't think he wanna, you know, just go cold turkey and just throw a regular concert I think he I think he still should keep the same energy but for some to me I felt like his fans don't know how to rage properly if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because like I said I know a couple people who are you know they like you know metal concerts and they into the rage type thing and you don't really hear about a lot of deaths when it comes to those concerts I don't know if it's a, a clear understanding if they know what to do or what but I think if he want to keep this same type of feel when he perform I think him and his team need to look deep into how to you know structure a a, a, con- a concert properly because to me it it you, you shouldn't have fans you shouldn't have 20,000 people rushing the front gate man I think that's inexcusable I don't think it's cool <laughs> Because it, it's not even fair for people who actually paid to get in, man. Um, I was talking to a couple people who paid for VIP. And um, they said VIP, people rush VIP. So at that point, it's packed. I would be pissed as a person who paid, what, $500 or whatever the price was. And some niggas who got in for free just rushed VIP in there. I would be so mad. So. I think Travis and his team need to, you know, it's gonna be a minute before he perform again, but I think he really need to sit down and try to come up with something safe. Um, th- you could still, you know, be acting a little crazy in the crowd and all that stuff, but he need to figure a way out to, you know, make it more safe. It sh- shouldn't nobody like. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't nobody die at the concert, but it should be. It shouldn't be nine people dead. For going to a concert and it was strictly because of people getting trampled over and stuff like that. I think he really need to, you know, sit down with his team and try to come up with something.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think his entire image needs to be kind of remade at this point. One thing I saw a lot of when people heard about the nine-year-old who got seriously injured, um, I heard people ask what a nine-year-old was doing at a Travis Scott concert. I mean, fair enough. If I had a if I had a nine year old, I would definitely not let him go or take him to Astroworld Festival because I know what that crowd is. But people got to keep in mind, Travis Scott is kind of marketed towards kids. Yeah, he has a kid image. I know people are fighting it because they say, well, he makes mature music. His parental discretion advised. It has curse words and blah, blah.
3: He yeah, have a young fan base.
0: He has a very young fan base. He had a, a a whole event in Fortnite, the kids game, and he had an emote. They took it down. He see he's getting yeah. canceled. They <laughs> took it down. But he was in Fortnite. Uh, he had the McDonald's meal, and that whole little action figure motif he has, like it's very is a very kid friendly image he has, yeah. regardless of the music content. And if you're a parent. And all you don't listen to the music, and all you see is the image and him on the video game. You're like, hey, okay, I, I guess he's kind of for the kids, you know. There might be some cursing in it, but you know, I listened to rap, a cursed rap, when I was little too. So, whatever. I'm not going to shame anybody for bringing their son to Astro World Fest if they didn't know. Because if you look at it, you think of Astro World. It was a kids' theme park, yeah, for children. in a family friendly event. And then the event itself had roller coasters and rides and shit. Yeah. So you can't tell me this wasn't in some way marketed towards kids, man. You just can't yeah. tell me that.
3: Yeah, it, because like I said, it's a lot of metal concerts, man. And they're not really marketed towards kids. It's it's kind of like, a, oh, I like it'll be, I'll be shocked if a kid knew a metal artist. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah I agree with you, man. I don't think... Yeah, I, I wasn't mad at people for bringing their kids like I didn't want the concerts as a kid, man. Yeah. I don't expect uh, I'm, I'm my parents and family didn't expect the concert to be like that. So you, you know when you take your kid to a concert or something like that, you expect just, you know, a, a regular concert crowd. You don't expect a rush and stampede and you know, a scene from Lion King or some shit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's not that's not really normal, man. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not. Mad. I'm. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I'm not really mad at that.
0: Yeah. So that's gonna be rehabilitated. I'm sure it, he's gonna have more of an adult image coming out after this. If you know whatever comes next, but he definitely won't. I don't think we're gonna see him in video games no more. Man, I think yeah. that's all gonna be done now. So.
3: Yeah. it's is how surprised were you when um, Tony Busby jumped all over this thing?
0: Not at all. <laughs> That's what he does, man. Like, these lawyers are ultimately just going to be ambulance chasers, man. It's it's what they do. They have no morals or whatever. (laughs) I mean, like like I'm saying, these people do need a lawyer. Yeah. So I'm sure he, but yeah, the fact that you're up having his wife taking pictures with the artist and then going on a slander campaign afterwards, like, it's kind of ridiculous, man. I would have respected it more if he attacked Live Nation itself, but the fact that he attacked Travis Scott with Meg like yeah. oh, dude just kind of yeah. slimy. You
3: kind of see see how he is because he kind of tried to go for the bit time celebrities. Yeah. He's a f- uh flashy flamboyant type of guy. And you know, to be honest, he, he kinda, I think he did that with Deshaun Watson. That was a big name in Houston and you see his face was all over the place. And now his face is even more all over the place because mm-hmm. now it's like, "Oh, Tony Busby, Tony Busby." He's representing the um the victims, and you know it, it's it's kind of helping him. And I don't know I don't know if you want to call it a good way or a bad way, but his name is out there
0: now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Biggest yeah. cases in Houston, here have his name on it now. So, mm-hmm.
3: and now yeah. that all of that is connected with like the Jenners, the Kardashians,
0: mm-hmm. so all of that is so all you connected. see that peep that tweet that People Magazine put out. Oh my God, Kylie Jenner unhurt. After <laughs> the concert incident leaves eight dead. Yeah, that was Like wild. Kylie Jenner was going to be in the middle of the fucking audience. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people, man? Why even put... What a desperate attempt for clicks yeah. to put Kylie Jenner's name on some shit that ain't even involve her. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, man. That, man.
3: that was crazy.
0: <laughs> no, I really is. that That pissed me off, man. And they took, they kept it up. They didn't even delete it, which really... Yeah, that was really insane. shocking. Yeah. but. Yeah, man. So we'll we'll see how things we'll keep y'all updated on any new developments. This is far from over. You know, yeah. it's gonna be a long and ugly battle. And yeah, so RIP to everybody who passed away, unfortunately. Yes. Uh condolences to everybody who got injured. These were kids, man. That's what really hurt the most. These were kids. I think they were you know. The oldest I don't think was twenty six, man. Yeah. They were all like under thirty, man. And yeah. some were teenagers. So yeah, from nine there to
3: twenty six, I wanna say
0: very sad man to lose your life in that way at that age so yeah, yeah condolences rp and we'll keep following it man
3: yeah how, how do you feel about the travis Scott apology do you think he should have said something like that or should just stay he quiet? had to
0: say something he had to say something um i mean you kind of mentioned it i don't want to call the brother slow but <laughs> i just feel like he he might be some form of like I don't know, like not really autistic, but maybe he has Asperger's or something, some kind of, like he something about him just kind of seems off. Yeah. So you knew whatever apology he was going to put out was going to sound yeah. kind of weird, man. I think
3: it was, I think it was a reason why we don't hear from Travis Scott that much. Yes. We don't see interviews with Travis Scott. Uh, I think they shut him up really quick when he started talking about police brutality. Yes. Oh, it was something like that. And. Now I think that was the last time he ever spoke to the public, so yeah. I I think it's a reason why we don't hear from Travis Scott. And uh, I don't know if his team just wanted him to put out something.
0: He had to put out something. Yeah, like, I think it was his team. He had to put out something. He had to put his face on it. A note wouldn't be enough. Yeah, he had to do something to imply. Like like I said, I don't I don't know the man's heart, so yeah. I can't tell you if it was genuine or not. I just know he had to say something. That I'm sure it's weighing on him in some form, yeah,
3: or 100%. And I and, and it 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 kills me when people say stuff like, "Oh yeah, um he kept performing and people were dying." Look, man, it's, I think we got to use common sense, man. Mm-hmm. If he's on that stage, he's a he's a bit-time artist. You don't want anybody dying at your concert, man. That's a bad look overall. So if he knew people were dying, I'll I guarantee you he would stop. And you know, I don't know if he had stopped, uh, canceled the show for good or what. But he, I, he's he he wasn't up on that stage knowing that eight people died, and he just said, "Fuck it, we gonna keep going." Like I, I just refuse to believe that man. I, he he was just at you know at Sunnyside Elementary. Or uh, elementary school or Sunnyside, so I just don't see him doing that. So I, th- I think this with this whole situation happening, I think people need to kind of start thinking a little more on the other side. If they were that artist, or if they were the cameraman who <laughs> who was you know working, like this cameraman is not about to you know stop doing his job. And, you know, like I don't know the people that was there, but you don't know what these people went through or these people could be drunk or high. You don't, this cameraman is not about to stop his job to say, oh, okay, let me jump on stage and let Travis Scott know we need to stop. Or, let me, you know, you don't know what's going on. That man, uh, that cameraman's up there to work. And, you know, he, he was doing his job, man, because, like I said, people pass out at festivals all the time. And they're, you know, they end up being perfectly fine. You you don't expect people to die, but it. I don't know. It's it's gonna change the landscape of festivals, music, <laughs> concerts. We seen it. We see it already.
0: Yeah, so see it. I'm gonna bring that up. Are you are you already annoyed with seeing? I know the latest we saw was Scissor. Yeah, stop the music mid show to make sure everybody was okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh in a crowd of about probably 300 400 people. <laughs> so how h- you gotten sick of that yet?
2: Uh I'm
3: I'm not sick of it yet. I it's a little irritating but I kind of understand, man, because look, Travis Scott image is lightweight fuck right now. And so as an artist, I don't want nobody dying in my concert <laughs> and I'm getting dragged like this. So if 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 a lot of people crowd in one little area, and they say, "Oh no," if I see something, I might stop my music too. Like, yo, somebody
0: cough too loud. Somebody I, yeah, like you're
3: you're right. <laughs> like I'm not, yeah, because I'm I, I, I'm sure every artist don't want that you know that feeling you know that Travis Scott is feeling right now, man. And I just refuse to believe he decided to keep performing knowing that people died. And, you know, that's that's hard, man. Like, like I know he a big-time artist, but, you know, you you always want your concerts to be some type of special memory. You don't want people dying at your concert, man. That's – I just refuse to believe that. But now I, th- I think it's going to change the way <laughs> festivals and concerts are thrown. I don't know if they're just going to limit people. I don't know if they're just going to make it 10,000 people, or I don't know how they're going to do this, but – It'd be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, I think ultimately, man, the main takeaway from this is it's just too dangerous to have that many people in one little spot. Yeah. You know, I know it's outdoors, but it's just whenever you have people, like you said, in the stampede formation, people going to stampede, man. Somebody going to get hurt. You know, this is not the first time people have gotten hurt at the festival. It's the first time eight people have died in one. But it's not the first time something bad has happened. We remember Woodstock 99, that shit turned to chaos uh, back in 1999. So, like, it's just not a good idea to have this many people in one, especially in, when you have people rushing the gate and all that shit too. Yeah. It's just too dangerous to have this many people in one compressed space. And this is what happens when you have that many people in one space. And there's music playing and people getting a little too bugging into it. So...
4: Yeah,
0: I think it, the the festival landscape will change. It's not going to be the same anymore, yeah. and that's probably going to be for a good thing because you you just cannot have that many people in one space like that.
3: Yeah, and I think it goes for certain concerts too, man. We uh, you see, we didn't even even talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but Playboy Cardi was here. Yeah. I just I, I rode past NRG and I seen his name. I'm like Playboy Cardi. I'm like what? He's here. <laughs> like that's crazy. And um, they canceled that concert because because uh, the fans was acting too crazy. And then. Oh, uh, wait.
0: Uh, was that after Astro World or before? No, that
3: was before Astro World.
0: They canceled it because fans were acting too crazy.
3: Yeah, I, I guess outside the uh, concert or something. I don't know. But. No, oh, damn. It ended up getting canceled. So um, I didn't really think nothing of it. But um, yeah, it, I think it was a lot of videos of it, uh, people just acting crazy. And then I th- I see he had another concert somewhere else in another city. And uh, this was after World. So a cop got on there like, if anybody do this, do this, do this, the concert is over. It's done. <laughs> he got up there. It, it kind of reminds you of that, you know, you go to assembly or school dance mm-hmm. and the principal hop up on stage. Like, <laughs> if I see any twerking, if I see any this, if I see that, I'm cutting the music off and everybody going home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of one of those. And I was just like, "Damn, I don't know if maybe, you know, concerts need something like that now." But in the same breath, we talked about it earlier, man. A lot of people got money and then shit, man. Mm-hmm. So they want to see a full concert. So I I don't know how to I don't know if that's going to affect affect like like we said Apple Apple Music or Live Nation, just all type of people that's invested in this. And if you cancel a concert, man, people gonna, you got to pay people their money back. So I, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see how this go.
0: No, 100%, man. Um, you know, will promoters want to put on a show like this where they're at this kind of risk. Yeah. You know? And that's part of the reason Travis Scott is getting all this blame because he's the only face of this that we see there's no face on live nation yeah there's no face on the police like there's a face on travis scott because it was his show so he's getting the blame but now you face the problem of who's gonna want to risk something like this i'm sure this is a very rare instance obviously because it don't happen every single festival but you know we're we're definitely gonna see changes man nobody's gonna want to risk this uh and having a Deal with this. This is a nightmare scenario for promoters, for artists, for everybody involved. Yeah. So e-
3: even look at NRG. Are are they willing to have this again? Mm.
0: Let's say they do. Oh hell
3: no. Yeah. Let's say you know Travis do want to do uh, Astro World again. It, it's definitely not about to be at NRG where you know, if you if you're the man at NRG. I don't know who's responsible for all that, but if you're if you're the man, are you allowing this again? after eight and nine people possibly 10 people then died i i don't want anything to do with that i'm like nah, because it's a lot of artists that do get banned from certain venues because their concerts is too crazy so um i don't see NRG allowing this again i'm sure they it's already fucked up that you know you turn on the news and you seeing nine people die at nr at you know at the Travis Fest which was held at NRG Park, so why would you want to have that shit again?
0: Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I think Travis Scott might have to go back to Kanye and just do Sunday service. <laughs> like, I, I think this version of Travis Scott is just dead now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, Astro World is gone. You know, yeah. that was the last Astro World I think we're ever gonna see. You know, they never brought Woodstock back after shit got crazy in '99. They ain't going to bring Astroworld back. It's going to be called something else. He might have to do church music for a year. I don't know. <laughs> but he 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 can't be doing this shit, man. And there, no promoter is going to put up with it or risk it. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be rough.
3: Yeah. And not to mention, um, I don't even know if when the next time you're going to put out music. Because I was talking to Jasmine and she was like, damn, I'm I think it's I think it's about time for another album because it's been a minute. Yeah, one. He released a single that Friday, I want to say, and I don't see because shit, they pretty much try. I see a lot of people canceling his music, deleting his music, and all that stuff. I think that's a little overboard, but it's happening, man. I I don't think I think he need to wait a little bit before he even uh, (laughs) drop another, another song, let alone the album.
0: yeah yeah well like i said we'll keep y'all updated and we'll keep seeing how this develops man but crazy shit so condolences r.i.p of course and to everybody who was injured and died sad situation all around man so we'll, we'll keep uh observing as it comes in All right, have the lovely Jasmine jumping on now. Uh, Like we said last podcast, I know last pod. If you listen to the last podcast, you're probably wondering a lot of things because we talked a lot about Astro World, and of course, uh, you know things are different now. So, uh, just letting y'all know, we mentioned Jasmine went to Astro World last week. She is okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is fine, and but yeah, we do want to hear about her firsthand experience. She was there uh, during Astro World of uh, this past weekend this so we do want to talk and, and share her perspective but welcome back jasmine glad to have you back on the podcast first off yeah. how you feeling girl
5: i am better today i'm better today we've been chopping it up a little bit um yeah. off off camera so that's been you know we've i'm good i'm good i'm it's a new day
0: <laughs> now that's good to hear that's good to hear like we said we were we were worried i was worried i checked up i hit figgy i was like yo is Jasmine okay? I was worried when she he said you he hadn't heard, but now we, we we linked up. Everything's good now. So yeah. let all the listeners know who might have been wondering. Jasmine's fine. She's yes, okay. Yes, so,
5: I am okay, please. guys. Thank you for your concern, for your thoughts, for your prayers. As y'all all know, I was obviously ecstatic. I've been excited about Astro World since yes. 2019. So yes. Um, yes, I appreciate all the all the concern, and I'm still. Please continue praying for everyone involved, all parties, um, just everyone that may have been physically affected, everyone that's mentally affected. Just please keep everyone in your prayers and try to be try to be, um, you know, try to be empathetic and be sensitive during this time because everybody's processing a lot differently. So. I agree 100 percent.
0: So I do want to know. Uh, how what your experience was like there. So mm-hmm. kind of walk us through it. Walk us through, you know, your experience there, what the environment was like, because we've all seen the videos and it looks different when you're on the outside.
4: Yeah. But you
0: were there. So uh, talk about your experience, how you got there, up to Travis's show, up to leaving, and then finding out, uh, of course, what happened later on with the people getting injured and Sally dying.
5: Gotcha. So, Um, I actually helped resell a lot of tickets so that um, I had a lot of friends that were there in various tier. He had three tier levels, as everyone knows. And so Ash and I, we've gone every year that he's had it. But this was the first year that it was a two day festival. So we didn't even it didn't even click to us like we were missing the whole Friday because of work. We didn't take off or anything. So we by the time we made it to the festival, it was around. Maybe like seven thirty eight ish. We caught the middle of SZA, and um, you know, obviously, unbeknownst to us, we didn't. We know people knock down security and 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 bum rush the gates every year, but didn't have any um, prior knowledge to it um, before we arrived. And so we were when we were there, we were thinking how security was just very intense. They were super intimidating, intense. They had sticks out, like it was almost like a protest. Like um, they were trying to keep people from. Um, getting in but there was also a mob of kids on the little bridge that you have to take to get over to NRG Park that were just waiting around and we thought they were in line that's how many people were on this bridge just chilling uh, eventually going to mob I guess but they they did a lot of a lot of checking for wristbands um, a little more than they did um, the security aspect but on on honestly, like it, it wasn't anything out of the ordinary from a normal festival. Um, they know that certain things are going to take place, so you know they they did what they did. But um, once we got there, uh, SZA, Ash and I just kind of stayed on the outskirts of SZA, and it was cool. Like you know, um, I thankfully had the opportunity to see SZA that Wednesday before um, she kicked off her small tour, her Good Days tour. So I wasn't, you know, it was I was mainly there for Ash at that point, like to see SZA. And then um, as Scissor's starting to end, you know, people are starting to go towards Travis, towards the Utopia, uh, Utopia Mountain. And um, Ash and I, you know, we, we kind of gradually walk over there. We weren't in a big rush like we normally would be. But I did um, take notice to the fact that there were a lot of people. And I just thought I was tripping. But, um, you know, in hindsight, just looking back, there was a lot of stuff that occurred that that um, just a spiritual person in me that God had his hand in at the time because, you know, I just, we didn't know. We didn't know. We, even during the whole entire festival, um, we, you know, had a great time. It was an amazing show um, from from our perspective. Um, We were very, very, we were in VIP and very, very close to the stage. Um, Even in my experience, though, I was supposed to be in general admission, but we jumped the, we jumped the gate. So um, we jumped the gate before um, Travis even got started. So I, you know, that just the the thought process of wondering, you know, what if we would have still been in Vi? I mean, in Ga? What if we wouldn't have done that? Um, but we eventually made our our way to kind of the 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 right side of the stage, and even during the performance, like it was a really good show. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary for us, um, and we're not shy to to mosh pitting like. You know, it's something that I enjoy doing when I go to Travis shows. So it wasn't it wasn't anything weird um, that we saw. Um, now, when he stopped the show, what what had was a little unsettling for me now seeing all the aftermath. There's so many edited videos around and like just different coverage. And like I have corresponding videos to a lot of a lot of time frames. That people are posting and, you know, trying to say he was singing over dead bodies or he was doing all this kind of stuff when in reality that wasn't really what was going on. Travis stopped the show the entire for the entire time that um, the guy next to us was being was being relieved Um, again at that time. He was that that incident was maybe from where i am to maybe where figgy is but there were just so many people even in that moment we thought that he was just dehydrated or had maybe fainted or something like that we weren't aware that people were were dying in the crowd or or it was that extreme so um you know that he clear he made sure that incident was taken care of and then they cleared it out and we went back to raging like um it's just you know, after the show, Drake came out, and it was amazing. No one's going to believe me, but I swear I rap with Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I rap with Drake. Like, everything about the stage, like, everything was amazing. And y'all know how I feel about Travis. Like, to the T, like, he put so much thought into that production. Like, that that stage was flawless. Like, the way that he made sure, no matter where you were, you could see just the, the graphics itself, the sound, like everything was amazing so it's just you know it's really unfortunate that everyone didn't get to have the same opportunity that I had or same experience that I had but um you know even leaving um god just had his had his way with with in 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 me and Ashley's path the whole entire time um I lost my apple watch and I didn't notice till after the fact and Ash asked me if I wanted to turn around and go get it and you know I being at previous Astro worlds before, I've had friends that have lost phones. We've lost the the most random shit that you can think about, and we've gone back and actually found it. So I I I you know just am thankful that I didn't care about something material more than I cared about just keeping it pushing because there's no and then even um you know just taking a picture of the stage like y'all know like I'm kind of a geek when it comes to that type of stuff so um, every year I always like to take a picture of the stage and if you paid attention to the lineup I had thoughts that that Friday stage wasn't going to look like Saturday's just because of the way that it was listed on the lineup so I didn't even bother to get a picture and I think that was you know just divine timing as well because I I wouldn't, you know, I, I'm dealing a little mentally with with just the aftermath and kind of like a survivor's remorse type of situation and, and the fact, you know, selling all these tickets, but I think, you know, it could have been a lot worse um, on my behalf, thankfully, that that he made sure didn't happen for us. And we didn't hear about it. I didn't hear about it till maybe like 2.30 that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, had to walk yeah. to Rangers and Canes, um, which if you're a, like, knowledgeable of the area you know that's not a close distance <laughs> like that's a far walk so we walked to Raising Cane's like with the group you know everybody's leaving the festival and um thankfully for us no one had mentioned anything um um it was uh, we were around a good mass of people and thankfully nobody mentioned anything I don't think any of those people we were around were affected um just because you know not that anybody was supposed to get up and announce it but nobody nobody said anything so I didn't find out until after I got home through through a series of group chats, which and then Ash didn't find out until the next morning. So, and then you know it's just like you said, it's something coming out every day. Today has been a lot better, and at first I didn't want to come talk about it, but I just felt like I told Figgy like I feel like people need to hear from a perspective of someone that had a good time, Um, not to not to. Not to um, diminish what happened or the lives or souls that were lost or people that are injured, but it was a good show. It was intentionally supposed to be a good show. Unfortunately, you know, things happened and I think that this is just a good way of somebody that loves festivals. I think this was just a good way for us to improve moving forward because the lack of human life is is is. What I think is the biggest lesson in this all, like I, everyone wants to blame Travis, people want to blame the stage managers. We need to all look at ourselves for, too, um, and and you know just the lack of human regard. I think that was something to to speak on, and people aren't really talking much about that. We're talking about the suing and and who who's to blame. But you know, if we all would be respectful, be more respectful, which I think we're losing in our society, like that. You know, who knows what what we could have how that could have went down a little differently.
3: So, are you kind of worried about um Astro World Festival going forward?
5: I I am wor So, I'm not going to lie. Um I bought tickets. Travis was supposed to be at the Rockets game this past Wednesday, and obviously they canceled it. And but my friends thankfully just know how I deal with things mentally sometimes and made sure that I went. And that was a little anxious for me. So, um, I think I think crowd being in big crowds may be a thing, but as far as Astral World itself, unfortunately, I think if they're able to ever do it again, I think it's always gonna have the stigma around it. Um, which is unfortunate. Because it was becoming something that could have been really, really big for... It was big for the city. Like, And I didn't even think about until after this tragedy how many people weren't from here. Because yeah. we live here. I've been hype about it all week. We've been hype about it all week. But I didn't think about how many people traveled and treated this like a Rolling Loud. Or treated this like a Coachella. You know? So, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, I, I think it is going to have a huge effect on if they're able to do this again. Um, I don't know. I don't know with Travis's fan base and just the the type of music that he he makes, I don't know. I can't, I, I don't know how, I don't know, I don't know how to improve it, the situation right now. Um, other than it being obviously more security, more trained M, uh, METs that are on site. Um, maybe, maybe inside versus... Outside, I don't and I don't even know that that would be helpful. Um, honestly, I don't have the answer to that, but I do know it's gonna, I don't know that we'll see Astro World for a very long time, unfortunately. And yeah, all I live agree. nation off live nation events are gonna be a lot different, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's gonna change everything. Um, Astro World as we know it will not exist anymore. They're not gonna call it Astro World, the name is tainted. But uh yeah, whatever Travis does going for is going to look drastically different from what he's done before. And you know that much for sure. But we do appreciate you coming on and sharing that perspective, because like you said, it's not one we've heard. It seems like every story we've heard about this people concert it has the been magical. a horror story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes.
3: The first thing I was thinking about was people, you know, just being there and. Bodies laying around, and you know, yes, they made it sound like it was nine eleven. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, that's, and like, yeah,
3: yeah. So I, I really didn't know what to expect, and I, I seen some other people saying that you know it was a really good show, and I watched it from my phone, <laughs> so, you know, from there it didn't look like a massacre. It, it just looked like a really good show, and you know, just look, if you look on Twitter, if you look at TMZ and the news and all that stuff it looked like it, it looked crazy man so i don't know what's so funny
0: No, it's not funny <laughs> just the way that. i said it the way you said it didn't look like a mask was kind of funny man because <laughs> i mean it really didn't uh yeah. but i do want to ja- ask jasmine a few questions yeah. because we've seen a lot of narratives about um about certain things and since you were there i want to know your take on it number one uh did you've been to World before you've been to a lot of festivals and shows before mm-hmm. did this one seem more packed more crowded than usual or did it seem like the typical World festival
5: I can't lie it, it did seem more packed from our, from my walk to SZA to World to the Utopia stage I thought I was just tripping um because of prior activity <laughs> but um nah it was definitely a lot of people there i said something to ash about it in the you know in the moment in real time i was like did ah this is a lot you know but it, it just i don't know i just didn't think about it because we were i was excited to be there i was just happy to be there <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: no i get you yeah. i get you and, and number two a lot of people have said, and of course it's all in hindsight, so of course you can just criticize and think about everything, mm-hmm. but a lot of people have said this event was clearly understaffed, clearly not enough security, clearly not enough EMTs and medical personnel. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that going in? Did you feel like there was not enough security? Did you feel like you were not safe at any point when you were at this festival during the moment?
5: No, the, that's the crazy thing about it. I thought the security was OD um, as we were walking in, as we were getting there. And then even standing around, like <laughs> a, a mob of security walked past us while we were watching SZA. And I, you know, jokingly told Ash because we were, you know, we were there. And so she was like, what? I didn't. She hadn't even noticed, but it was a mob. You know, I, I didn't think so. I, at the time, it seemed like, as far as EMT, I can't really speak on that cuz you don't necessarily see them unless something's happening, but security-wise, it felt like they were everywhere. Honestly, it it really did. And um unfortunately, like it just seemed like the lack of being prepared more than anything to me. I don't think that there was Yeah, you can probably amp up the security, you can probably amp up the EMTs, but that was I just think this was something that they weren't prepared for. They didn't know how to handle, and apparently a lot of them were not trained in the way that you would think medical staff would be trained.
0: Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, I get, yeah it's some, that's something I didn't hear any complaints about during the time in the tweets either. So yeah, no, yeah, I didn't I'm, think
5: I'm, I didn't think so. I think you know, obviously somebody's got it. We got to figure. Everybody wants to get down to the bottom of it. So, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. the numbers don't sound good when you think about how many people were there. But at the time, I didn't feel unsafe. Okay. Yeah.
0: And number three, um, and and you've already said that, you know, you had no idea until well after the fact that, you know, something horrible happened. Mm -hmm. But uh, a lot of people are talking about people chanting, stop the show during the show uh apparently some guy got up and was yelling to a cameraman mm-hmm. apparently promoters at live nation were told to stop the show at 9 38 but travis just went on i don't know if chas was ever informed to stop this show i doubt he was but the show continued for the rest of the set did you get any even looking in hindsight did you get any kind of inkling looking back that something was wrong and some people were being told things on stage. You said you were close to the stage. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get the idea that, okay, something's not right here. Okay. Something, something is off. Did you get any kind of vibe like that at all?
5: No. And that that's, I think that's been a part of like the mental battle because it's almost like, why didn't I know anything was going on? Why was I so, um? why was I so unaware Or so, like, you know, why wasn't I being observing to know that something like that was happening? But at the same time, um, there was a time where Ash, you know, Travis isn't shy of inviting people on the stage to, like, crowd surf and stuff. And um, there was a time, I can't remember if it was in real time or as we were walking, walking off after things had ended, but she asked me, whatever happened to those guys? And I was like, what are you talking, like, what guys? And she said that you know, they were on stage. What? Like, I don't think they made it. I don't think they made it in the crowd. Like, I don't think that, you know, basically, I don't think they flew. And I was like, what? Like, I, you know, I, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought I missed it. But in hindsight, thinking about it, that's not something I would have missed because Travis makes a big deal out of something like that. So um, I'm not sure if that actually happened on, on the main stage or not. But Ash said that she saw two people on the stage, two guys on the main stage. And, um, you know... Obviously, everybody has their own stories. People that I know that weren't there said that they've seen clips of that of of guys being on stage trying to warn somebody. But I, you know, I've seen the videos of of the the guy and the girl trying to warn the cameraman. I do think that that cameraman is just like i I he something needs to happen to him because i I don't think that that he was unable to hear them. But then at the same time, I don't know, because when a production like that is going on, like us working Mm -hmm. in radio, working, like I don't know that he was fully able to hear them because the videos that you see of people chanting, stop the show, stop the show, y'all got to keep in mind that if you are holding and recording something, the phone is going to pick up on your voice more than it's going to pick up on what you're recording. Mm -hmm. So just being completely... Um, unbiased and trying to be fair. I didn't hear that when I was there. So keep in mind, like w- you can't expect Travis to hear that on stage. You can't, you honestly can't expect him. And this is me coming from a place of being in production, working on stages before, like you can only see up until a certain point. And then even then, sometimes it's hard to make out people's faces and and I've been on some way smaller stages than that. And I know that to be certain. So for him to be in, you know, on a stage with that big of a crowd, you know, if everybody, if you're used to your crowd raging and and you're used to your crowd, like jumping up and down, like you, it's I can imagine it would be hard to tell the difference yeah. just to be completely honest with you. So I, I don't know, like I've had, again, like comparison of videos in real time, of mine and in comparison of videos, uh, you know, where I was at VIP and people that were um, closer to general admission further in the back, I've seen videos of them chanting. Like, you know, my friends not edited doctored doctored videos or anything. People were chanting stop the show but it was just interesting because I had a comparison and couldn't hear any of that in my video. So it's all about the perspective of where you were that day, honestly. Yeah. And then even, you know, not trying
3: to defend anybody but Even that camera guy,
0: is he supposed to just stop his job? Right, just go on (laughs) stage and talk to Travis. Hey, buddy. Yeah. To
3: to be honest, you know you you don't know what's going on, man. People out there acting crazy anyway. People drunk, people high. You don't know what's going on. So his because if let's say he do stop and he go on stage, I, I wouldn't even say go on stage. Let's say he do stop and try to find help or something. What if it was somebody that was just passed out, and you know they're just drunk and they're they're fine? You know how much trouble he'll probably get in by his boss because he stopped, you know, yeah. doing his job. Mm-hmm. So you know I don't look at it like but people trying to make it like this guy knew this man was dying and said, "Nope, I'm still doing my job." So I think you, you know show
0: must go on.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it was a lot of people there and you know you sometimes you be in a zone you don't know what's going on so um, yeah I, I just kind of want to point that out there because the video do look bad but people don't look at their perspective of mm-hmm. them actually doing a job and mm-hmm. they trying to do it. it's the same thing with the security guards people say oh they need to stop these people from trying to walk these security guards probably make what $12 an hour mm-hmm. and you expect them to try to stop 20,000 people for rushing in and, you know, look, I, I'm sorry, I don't make that much. <laughs> so, I,
4: <laughs> like, why would
3: I try to sit here and be a superhero and try to stop these people, these crazy-ass people? So, you know, it's already fucked. And not to mention COVID. <laughs> so it ain't no telling yes. how, you know, how tough is, tough it was to get anybody. Because mm-hmm. we seen the video the guy said he ain't had no experience and they ain't even checked for his ID before they hired him and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough to try to well if you go around anywhere it's you know people hiring and they can't get anybody to work because you know COVID and all this other stuff mm-hmm. so yeah. like I, I just I think people just kind of look at it looking at it one way like oh they should have just got more security yeah, yeah. so I think people kind of need to look at it overall it's
5: and- it's really the just the honestly us as humans like you, that's a quick fix. But if the security doesn't know what they're doing or the security, you know, has no no escape plan, then what's the what's the point? People just, you know, yelling out quick fixes because logically, it seems like that's what that's what needed to occur. But nah, it was just it was really an unfortunate situation. Yeah.
0: No, for sure. For sure. Um, The last thing I'll ask you about it um, is a lot of scrutiny has come, of course, under Travis Scott his music, his content, his fans. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Figgy had an experience with the Ragers when he went to that charity event. Yeah. we was talking on the podcast like this. These Travis Scott fans are weird, man. (laughs) We're talking about it. We had no idea any of this would go down, Mm -hmm. but he was talking about it, you know, last week, talking about how wild and, you know, this fan base is. Mm -hmm. It looks a lot different now after this has happened uh so what is your perspective because we talked about this as well how you don't seem like the typical travis scott fan yeah figgy said figgy says you know he don't she don't jasmine don't sound like or seem like that type of person <laughs> mm-hmm. and i said i think jasmine just got a side of her that she don't show us <laughs> 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 i do think you'd be going there and getting down but i, I do want to know like do you feel have you in all the travis scott shows you've been to mm-hmm. Have you ever felt like the crowd was overly violent? And have you ever felt unsafe at a Travis Scott show at all in any capacity?
5: No, never. And that's the thing, too, about I think I just have a different perspective just because I go there to do what everybody thinks is wild. (laughs) Like uh, you have to make sure. You have to make sure that you know who you're around. And I'm not talking about like just um, they have to be your best friend. You had to come there with them. No, talk to people around you. Like, you know, just casual conversation. Don't just stand there and then when the show starts, expect to mosh with people. That's not how that works, in my opinion. And that's not how I've ever um, experienced it or ever done it. And I think that may be why I have. You know, I, I have a pleasant time when, when I do go to Rage or when I do go to concerts like that um, because, like, we all want to have a good time at the end of the day. And, like, like even this show, how how Ash and I ended up where we were, we're just talking to people, talking to people, making sure that, you know, we all good, making sure that, honestly, like, I don't know if this is too blunt to say, but making sure that the people that I'm around aren't, aren't heavy on drugs, because that's the last thing I want to do is during the show have someone spazzing out and I and I don't and me not know what to do to help them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you gotta just make sure that you're aware of of your surroundings. I know that it, it, it may be easier said than done, but talk to people, fill them out before the show starts, like you know, make sure you're in a, and then I know the, 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 um, I'm sorry, the rebuttal of, well, what if you get moved around and talked? Like, there are people around, there was a guy that looked at me because I had a hydration pack on mm-hmm. and like, there was a guy that looked at me and, and I guess I looked like I was going to pass out or something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he tapped me. I was like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And, and I said, yeah, but you know, you know, it wasn't, weird because I knew what he was doing but he he hung around me Mm. for a little bit after that just to ensure that I was really okay and then you know we kind of gave each other a look and he kind of moved around but he he you know you just have to be around people that make sure you're you talk to people be a nice human being like Travis shows have never been anything but fun for me and (laughs) this is just really I'm like you know it's it's (laughs) Because there was loss of life and so many injuries, it's hard it was hard for me to know how to defend it or know how to defend him when yeah. you know it when you know he does have a part in it at the same time he was the performer, but i've I've always had good times at travel <laughs> shows and, I, and yeah. I'll have a, and I'll have a good one later when in, when the time is right. Yeah,
3: you're making this sound like a damn church convention. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, really it wasn't that bad. You know? Yeah, this person asked, are you okay? Yeah. No, man, but like, I,
5: that's why, like. <laughs> you made me want to go now. Yeah, that's why I got the second win to like tell y'all. Because it's a lot of stuff going around that, you know, did maybe happen to people, maybe didn't happen to people. I don't want to disregard anybody's, anybody's time. But. I personally had a great time. I personally experienced good people around me. I experienced people that were watching out for for me and Ash. So, you know, I'm sorry that things things didn't turn out the way that we would have ideally wanted them to. Because the second day was going to be crazy. I was was so excited for the the second day. day. Like (laughs) in the sense of like the... Everyone, I guess because I didn't see anyone. You know, mm. I didn't experience the festival. So I was geared up and prepared for Saturday because almost everybody Bad Bunny, Tame and Pot, like everybody I wanted to see was mm. was Saturday. So mm. that was, you know, just the bummer mm. in, in in hindsight. Mm.
3: We we going to have yeah. to say this little piece of the segment send it to his team
0: cuz you going to need this shit for the lawyers no, 100% you yeah you need somebody like you on your team cuz Jasmine's so small like I'm not saying it in a bad way. she's yeah. a yeah. small girl That's what that's one so, of the reasons
3: I was worried yeah. because I'm like mm-hmm. man like all these people get knocked down and crushed I was I'm like Jasmine she probably 115 soaking wet <laughs> 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 I
4: almost
5: I, I almost lost my shoe like 3 times I ain't going to lie but thankfully again just i don't i i can't say it was nobody but god i thankfully was able to put pick like go down pick it back up like you know put my shoe back on and i was good so
0: um yeah
5: i just you know just keep everyone in my in a, in my prayers
0: yeah no yeah. well, we're glad you're okay and it's important to share your perspective because like i said we've been hearing nothing but You know, the horror stories about this show. Yeah. And so it's good to hear from the other side. And we're glad you're okay. Glad you're safe. And we really appreciate you sharing your story. What up, everybody? Got another special guest. We told y'all we was hitting y'all hard for the end of the year, man. We told y'all we was coming through with the blockbusters, (laughs) with the big artists, the big names, the big names that are popping right now. And we are now joined by a long-awaited guest, I got to say. I'm excited for this one i think is hype i'll say no much for, for about a year figgy has been talking about Kendrick man he's been talking about how hey man kenda man one of the best rappers out in houston right now he's been reviewing all your tracks on the podcast all your new releases he's been reviewing them and boosting them and he got me on it i'm like oh let me let me check her out and nah he was right you're fired so he's been trying to get you on for a minute he was like man we got to get Ken this this has been going on for about a year plus now. Yeah. He's been saying that we got to get Ken, the Man on the podcast. We got to get Ken, the Man on the podcast. And now it is finally happening. We are joined by the lovely, the talented, with well, the hottest names in the rap right now. <laughs> Ken, the Man joins the Jims and Juice podcast. Finally. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> I like our podcast name too. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we finally got the the great, lovely, talented, uh, Ken the man joining us. First off, Ken man, how you how you been? How you how you been this last few this this whole time? How you been this last year?
1: I've been good, you know, taking it out, you know, making <laughs> making and shaking it through the coronavirus and stuff, you know. <laughs>
3: I heard the name coronavirus in the minute. I <laughs> it's, it's a minute. You took it back with that one. You took <laughs> it
0: right. back with that one. <laughs> the coronavirus, you know, because we're still going through it.
1: Everybody
0: just outside with it now. Yeah, I feel. How do you feel about performing right now? By the way, I'm sure everybody had to lay off last year. You know, everything was shut down. But now I see a lot of people doing events. A lot of people. Like, how comfortable are you with returning to live shows? And have you been doing live shows lately?
1: Yeah, I've been doing actually a lot. I was doing, a, um like, a couple months after we got off shutdown, I was doing shows, but it's kind of like, it was scary because I didn't want to catch it because I heard it make your blood thick. And that right there, besides <laughs> death and everything else that come with, I was so scared of my blood getting thick. I was like, oh, my God, I do not want my blood getting too thick. And then, so... I feel like um I was nervous for the people because you know as an artist, you're kind of like, even though it's all in the air, it's kind of like you're a little more away than them neck and neck. So I was more nervous for them, but I was like, they risking it. And I'm gonna <laughs> come get the chick. I can't stop you. From I, look, I can't stop you from going outside. So I'm gonna go collect that money.
0: <laughs> Work. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I did see uh, your latest project, What's My Name, hit six million streams. So congratulations for that as well. That's dope, man. That's yeah, dope. Definitely, definitely. So, so so, tell us a little bit about your history. How did We know you're from Houston. Uh, what side of town are you from? How'd you grow up? How'd you get into this hip-hop thing? What made you want to get into music and particularly rap? Um, Well,
1: I'm from the
0: north side of Houston.
1: Okay. I, no. I started rapping probably in like I was like bullshitting around in like 2012, 2000. Like it was just so it was just real bullshit. I, I probably literally still got YouTube videos of me saying whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um I started I made a tape um in 2014, but bef- like right before that, it was like I would literally I literally started rapping by smoking in a car. I was just smoking a car and you know <laughs> where we from they just put on an instrumental or sometimes they don't even have to be the instrumental <laughs> rapping over the niggas rapping. Sometimes. <laughs> so that's pretty much how it started um, with. Um, I don't really know what made me like, know that I could write it down to make it. Like I don't really know. I can't really recall that process, but I feel like as far as me even getting into it, I started going from saying like two words to like going for two minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, they was they was gassing me up. They was like, "Bitch, you gotta call.
3: I feel like that's how everybody started off rapping now. Uh, now in the, in this day and age, it's like, "Oh, I was just sitting in the car smoking, and you start fucking around, and somebody told me to take this shit serious, so I just went right. to the studio." <laughs> yes, I
1: don't even. I don't. I, honestly, I remember the first song that I recorded in the studio. I wonder, can I? find that shit it was called slide through freestyle and i probably can find it but um that was the first thing i did and everybody around the neighborhood and all of that stuff was saying um you need to drop that that shit hard and i was just like i i don't know if i was one of them i didn't know so the <laughs> first thing i actually dropped was a chiroc freestyle but At that point, I had been in a studio a little bit more, so I was a little more comfortable, and I like my delivery was a little better. And it was crazy because I went and recorded that. I've been a perfectionist since I started. I went and recorded that freestyle at like three different studios before I got the right one.
3: (laughs) Okay, that's
0: dope.
3: So um, no, it is. Oh, go go ahead.
0: ahead. No, you first.
3: Okay. (laughs) No, uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to my best friend Boopy. She's a friend of the show too. She actually got me hip to you, so she can't. She can't. Her name Boopy. She's from Cleveland. And, um, yeah, she so um, she came down to Houston and she told me to play this, play Ken the Man so I could dance to it and uh record
4: <laughs> So
3: I'm looking for the song, or I'm looking for Ken the Man, I'm thinking it's a guy. So I went to the I went to the art, the artwork. I'm like, wait a minute, is this the right one? So she had me play the song uh Like a Ho. <laughs> oh,
1: really? Like
3: <laughs> Yeah, so uh I actually like that song a lot. So yeah. uh, real quick, shout out to Boopy and shout out to my other friend Kayla. She they are huge fans of yours, so they wanted me to give you a uh, say say hey.
1: Tell them I said hey.
3: But I want to ask you, how did you come up with the name Ken the Man?
1: Um, it was really like I started on SoundCloud, so my real nickname is Ken. So I was just gonna go on um on SoundCloud and just go by Ken, but it's like. 20 million, trillion, billion, 16,000 cans in this world. So I just I just had to like spice it up a little bit and I just put the man on there. It was really like it was not a plan. And then when I did my first feature, this guy was like, Are you gonna buy a can or a can of man? I was just like, I'm gonna buy a can. Like, I think you should really consider man because that's hard or whatever and i was just like i didn't know about it because it was like you know when you make something it's like it wasn't something that you you sat with and you fell in love with it was something that just was like spurred the moment like i didn't sit down and brainstorm what my stage name was gonna be it was it literally just fell in my lap like it happened just like that like accidental and so um it started growing on me everybody was telling me that i rap harder than niggas so i was like all right then there it goes <laughs>
3: that's how we all get our nicknames because i didn't like the name figgy fig at all and uh people kept calling me that because they knew i didn't like it and then, and then it just grew on me and it was catchy so. and i feel
1: like your whole aesthetic working with the blue hair with the drink mm-hmm. That I, I
0: feel yeah. like it fits you. I couldn't imagine your name not being nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but now, that, that is a funny thing, though, now I think about it. Like, everybody, people we've had on this podcast, all the big names in rap, it seems like they kind of got on kind of as a joke at first. Like, they were just playing around with rap, and then it got serious. They were pushed on by other people. But all the people I know in my life who, who said, hey, I want to be a rapper, and my name is going to be this – And I'm going to do that. They never went anywhere, but the ones who just kind of fell into it by chance, those are the ones who blew up. So it's kind of funny how rap works like that. Like the people.
1: It's weird because it's like you can't really put your finger on the how and, and, and the when did you figure it out? Because it's like, it literally just, like I honestly could say, it just kind of fell in my lap. And my first freestyle went up. Like I ain't even, nobody even knew me to be a rapper. Nobody around me was rappers. It was like just something that I felt like, but it's like, I knew it was good enough to drop. So I was like, <laughs> I'm kind of good. I was cold and they thought I was cold too, so. I, tell, I be telling everybody, be like, man, if I suck, I would not have kept going. Because, I mean, I feel like we can hear when we suck. Like, how mm-hmm. do you not hear that? Yeah. So.
3: See, see, I like those stories better, man, because usually you get the cliche stories. Of, I was in love with hip hop when I was three years old, and I always been into music, <laughs> and I used to write when I was five. I like the stories of I was just smoking in the car, and we just start freestyling. <laughs> we started freestyling. Yeah, I like those stories yeah. better. <laughs>
0: No, the self-awareness is important too you got to know when you suck because a lot of your friends they don't want to be mean to you you know i know some people who rap and they've hurt sh- but they've showed me some things and i'm like uh, i don't know <laughs> man i want to be mean like you my, my boy friend, <laughs> my friend, we,
1: we, we, when i first started it was one of the things that i never released so we first started we both made this this rap called money and so we was going to buy some weed, of course. <laughs> and then so we were so excited about this song. We went into the trap and we was like, we rapped, we made a song, we want y'all niggas to hear it. And then so we pressed the play on the shit, and everybody was gassing and stuff. They was like, man, that's hard, that's hard. And it was one nigga in the trap that said, that shit ass. <laughs> 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 I did it because that shit was so ass that everybody lied to us except this <laughs> one guy and I was so mad at him for telling the truth and then now that I look back I was like man he was not lying
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you to that man he made me go
0: <laughs> hey, you need you need that voice sometimes man you need right. you need somebody because it's, it's hard to differentiate because some people just hating you know it's hard right. to differentiate yeah, you the know. hate from yeah, I
1: was like, oh, that it wasn't no hate. That nigga was like, if that shit, sucked, He said it in our face, not behind our back. <laughs> I had, you had to know that shit. That was not no hate. Shit. <laughs> nah,
0: that, that, that's too funny. That's too funny. I, I, I got to ask you though, because you know, a lot of people do say that you know, women running a rap game right now. Like a lot of the biggest rap artists are women now. You know, of course, you got the Meg, the Stallions, Cardi B's, Nicki Minaj's, and whatnot. Uh, but do you feel a certain way when people say, oh, Ken the Man is like one of the hottest female rappers out? Because I feel like this is not like the WNBA versus the NBA. Y'all playing the same game here. Rap is, is one genre. So do you feel a certain way when people separate the women and the men in rap?
1: I don't because it's just as much as we are in the same, like, you know, playing field is not like female rap, male rap it's like we are but it's like I don't feel no way because I am I'm a happy woman like I love to be female you know what I'm saying I love to be female and then they saying that I'm bodying these males you know it feel good to me you know to hear but I I would love I love I love being called a, a female rapper I feel like we have a whole thing about us being female rappers because it's like it's different it's not just the typical um the well of course everybody we all got people that got different calibers of rap skill level and all that <laughs> shit. Yeah. but i'm saying like you know realistically women i feel like we have to go way harder because it's like a man can mumble a man can say this a man can just like be boo bop on the motherfucking beat and they gonna think that shit hard <laughs> <laughs> so but with us it's kind of like they don't want to even give us a chance even rapping good and then they damn sure don't want to give us a chance not rapping good so I just feel like you know it's a it's a compliment to wear female rap to me like I feel like I love it I love it and I love that I rap better than than dudes too <laughs> 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 <Love this
3: shit. laughs> so, so how do you feel about people that say stuff uh towards women like oh they only rap about one thing they only rap about sex and this and that how
1: do you now feel that is, it's annoying it's y- fuck.
3: Yeah, I agree. I I one hundred percent agree.
1: That shit is annoying because it's like we rap about pussy, but niggas rap about pussy too. <laughs> and they rap about chains and they rap about having these things and they rap about getting their dick sucked and they rap about they rap about like literally everything that a dude wanna hear, you know, and so as mm-hmm. women we rap about Anything that a woman would want to hear because we're living two separate lives, and all these years, you gotta think about it. All these years, we was listening to one female rapper for like years, and it was Nicki Minaj, and we was listening to literally all men. So just think about it. This whole time we had nobody to relate to, we only partially related to this music because at the end of the day, we not niggas, we cannot relate to a bitch stuck in our <laughs> dick, even if it's a strap. Like you not, <laughs> <laughs> so I just like you know? <laughs> I hate that because it's almost like y'all are not feeling like we just all rapping about pussy. I feel like y'all are all trying to shun us off again, shut us the fuck up again, and make us feel less than again. Because it's kind of like what do we, what do we, we can't, we really out here can't really be rapping about murdering and people and shit. Like that's just we ain't catching bodies. Some of us. I ain't catching nobody. I like the Holy Spirit (laughs) and the Lord, and I like to be saved and safe and all of this shit. I ain't killing nobody, so I ain't rap about that. So, I mean, what the fuck do they want? Like, I I feel like I rap about a, a, a number of things. So, that's another reason why I hate it is because. Y'all, the obviously, if you're hearing the pussy rap, that means this what these bitches circulated. Not what I chose to circulate with these bitches.
4: So it's like,
1: be mad at them. Don't be mad at us because I got so much music that is nothing about pussy. But the biggest ones be about fucking. And we all fucking, what's wrong with that? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: no, no, I agree because I feel like it's, I feel like we in the day and age where it's all type of rap. Like yeah. if you don't want to hear about that it's some female rappers that rap conscious so, it is,
1: and they don't even be bringing them up.
3: I, I know, they only bring them up in an argument like this. Mm-hmm.
1: A pussy rap every time, it's like, no, go run that shit up, if mm-hmm. that's what you feel. It's kind of like, it's fucked up. It's even fucked up on their part, because y'all are not even supporting these women that are actually super lyrical and super metaphorical. And I, I ain't gonna lie, when I started rapping, I was so metaphorical. And it's like, I'm not to where I am now by being metaphorical, I am am to where I'm, am, I am because of fucking he be like. So it's
3: kind of like how y'all y'all the one choosing my fate. Thanks, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I actually went through the same thing because I I used to rap and I, I I used to rap conscious shit and real shit and it wasn't until I started rapping about lean I made a song called leaning and everybody like oh yeah I'm like man yeah I'm,
4: lean
3: yeah, yeah so it was it was kind of goofy it kind of made me a little upset but th- that song kind of helped me. <laughs> it's-
1: i'm like i'm not mad at nobody you that's what i said in one interview i was like man this pussy that at me so much
0: <laughs>
1: about me for me to stop rapping <laughs>
0: <laughs> now i feel you and, and men are are too hard on the female rappers man because i saw a video recently i think it was only like a couple of days ago mm-hmm. i think a playboy cardi had his show and rico nasty was opening up and they booed rico nasty yeah. They was like, I we,
1: seen that they was like, we don't boo Rico nasty. Like, what do we that saying? was
0: crazy? Yeah, because it would be Diego. one thing if she was a drastically different artist from Cardi, but they make the same type of hype, you know, get get pumped up music. So it was weird for them to no, know, know, that was strange. I didn't like that.
1: You want to know what I noticed? It'd be what? a party at these shows. Of course they don't want to hear us. It ain't no bitches in the crowd, it's all these dicks. <laughs> you didn't want to be mad and there's some pussy on stage. Y'all need to be tapping y'all's shoulders to see y'all partners on each side and say, "What are we really here for, bitch? Do you want to see a little ass, or a little <laughs>
4: <laughs> for real?
1: Up here, just want to slang dicks with each other. We'll <laughs> be so <weird>. <laughs> I really thought about that the other day. I said, "You know what? That's why some shows don't be as lit is because." These niggas can't relate to me talking about taking their money and sending them and fucking their daddy and shit. They don't want to
0: hear that. You know? <laughs> nah, nah, I feel you, though. And that's one thing that brings back to a quote that Drake had, because all these men used to criticize Drake for his R&B shit and say, man, ain't nothing but bitches at the Drake show. And, it's like, and he was like, what's the problem with that? Don't you want that? <laughs> yeah. Don't you no, want I, to have a lot I of women serious. at a like show? It.
1: I like bitches. They pretty. They smell so good. You niggas don't even be washing y'all feet and be wanting <laughs> No, Like, what's wrong? Like, I don't get it. So- Me, I'm sorry. I know y'all are men, but y'all are crazy. I don't know what's wrong with <laughs> y'all. As the whole species, it's just like, Lord. Yeah. Y'all be doing sometimes?
4: It's,
3: it's kind of strange. It's, it's really strange. <laughs>
0: It goes both ways. Though. I know some women don't wash their feet, so let's not go too crazy. I <laughs> said I'm not
1: washing.
0: Not every woman washes their feet. People
1: washing the feet out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just saying,
1: that is so such a man thing to do is to pull one thing out of this whole thing. I,
0: but I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, but for the most part, you are correct. Like there's some dirty ass niggas out here, so I, I understand where you're getting it from. But I'm just saying it don't apply to all of us, okay? Yeah, it, it, it's
1: some dirty bitches out here. I know it's some dirty bitches. <laughs> yeah.
0: I gotta ask you about this because uh, I did peep the video for Rose Gold Stripper Pole. I like that video a lot for obvious reasons, man. I, there are <laughs> a lot of beautiful black women in it, a lot of, and, and for the most part, a lot of mainly natural bodies, which I noticed, which is very rare these days, you know. Uh, so do you ever feel a pressure to, I don't know, get a BBL or something? Like, do you feel of the pressure to get some surgery the way that a lot of women are looking these days?
1: One thing about me is that I never have ever been a pressured type of person. It's like, I've always done what I felt like. So if I woke up one morning and was like, I want to get a BBL. Let me put my name on the list. I'm going to do it. See, me right now, I'll be seeing a lot of BBLs, right? And the ratio of good BBLs to bad BBLs. (laughs) <laughs> kind of fucked up. I would hate to be one of those bad BBLs, bro. Like, I just feel like I don't even want to take them chances. So I've been in the gym, taking one more now, one more weight up and down, half falling out, being in the gym, trying to get it right. Because I'm just like, well, I know I can't fuck me up by working out, <laughs> but <laughs> this doctor, that's in the Dominican Republic. That <laughs> I'm not chancing that shit on no fat ass because I don't know, but I feel like it be some good ones and I would be like, damn, I want to ask that bitch who her doctor is. But he's like, like, you know, I be always telling them bitches, I be like, they, you know, I be like, Y'all know they don't post the bad shit, right? <laughs> they don't, don't post their fuck-ups. They mm-hmm. post their shit. So mm-hmm. I was just like, nah, I don't I don't feel pressured. I feel like the bitches is looking good. And I feel like the bitches is giving real. You know what they giving, they giving real. Yeah.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. yeah.
1: Like, no, <laughs> I don't want to be one of them bitches that's giving that, you know. I want to be a bitch that's just and, and and then I like it's crazy that I never I never looked at it my video and noticed how many natural bodies was in it and a lot of people admired that and I was just like I ain't even think about that I just was like you cute you cute y'all <laughs> <laughs> come as you are, bitch everybody was looking at bitch looking good so I don't know I just feel like I'm even playing it out they just was natural.
0: Yeah, well, well, I appreciate it. I noticed. I was like, okay, this is, looks different from a lot of videos these days. I like this look. I like this look. But you can't say nothing because that can be offensive on Twitter to the people who have BBL. So can't say anything. Yeah. Just got to acknowledge it in silence. Said we like the
1: good BBLs. What
0: can I? Yeah. <laughs> but you're a woman. You can say things like that. Yeah. Us men, we we hey, can't we know, can't say, say that. Yeah. You said that about uh, ah. our Let
1: body. me see your wife then. Let me see your mama. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, you, you can get away with that we can't we, we get canceled over that shit so now nah, we can't we can't go there but i'm glad you said it
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just go, nah. you like i ain't say shit. <laughs> yes,
0: I <already laughs> <said>. yeah yeah hundred percent hundred percent uh so we don't want to hold too much of your time but we do want to play a little game with you uh we do have a segment we call what a bro knows where we talk about relationship topics and whenever we have a female guest, sometimes our female co-hosts will chime in with stuff uh, relating to relationships. And we always want to get a female perspective because it's weird having two dudes talk about, you know, men and women and girls and shit. So we like to have a female perspective as well. So we're going to run off a few topics, just some things that came to our mind. Uh, The most recent thing for me, was some drama that happened with chloe bailey when she said something about how she doesn't she likes it when her man doesn't pick up the phone sometimes because it makes her think like you know he got something going on he busy he grinding and he don't always got time for me because he's working on something bigger and better how do you feel about that because she kind of got blasted on that how do you feel about a man not picking up call?
1: i didn't hear that for one for two, I know y'all been seeing them them TikToks or whatever them videos is that they be having big shit in their hand. It's like what your girl expects you to do when you call, when she calls, mm,
4: you mm, better
1: mm, pick mm. up. I don't give a fuck if you lifting the piano, nigga. <laughs> you better put that bitch down. <laughs> and pick that phone up. I don't care whether you are. I did not <laughs> Okay, I feel like as a woman, I mean it's not the best thing to maybe do. My thought process I'm all fucked up. I'm damaged, okay? So when you don't ask, I just think I go into the deep end of thoughts. I don't never be like, oh, he's so cute, he's working. I be like, uh-uh, what up drop that location, nigga. Where
4: the fuck are you, at? Yeah. <laughs> Who is you
1: in? And where have you been, nigga? What the fuck? And then don't call back too late. It's over with. I'd already done started a new relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: my
3: goodness.
0: <laughs> That's cold.
1: That's so,
3: cold. So That's do cold. you make your man share his location permanently?
1: Yeah, I haven't had a man since sharing locations was the thing, So I wouldn't <laughs> <Damn>. know.
3: <laughs> Stop lying.
1: No, seriously, like I really, I've really been single for a very long time because I have really high standards and not even financial standards. I have high standards like with like being somebody I relate to somebody that can, you know, build me in a positive way somebody that can pour into me and not drain me like I have really really high standards and I don't be like I ain't that I ain't her I don't have casual sex just I don't do fuck buddies I don't okay. do nothing that I want to be in love so I'm single <laughs> fucking dollar
0: okay but are the DMs open though people gotta That's know, them. DMs know been that question
1: open for so long I'm fighting spiders and motherfucking rats <laughs> <by that girl>. <laughs> 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 Outwebs, everything
0: okay okay Uh, so I'm glad you brought that up because then we gonna get into that Uh, as far as your preferences go uh, street nigga or 9 to 5 work at a bank type of nigga
1: I'm both sided. long as you love me I'll take the bank and I'll take the streets whatever you want baby (laughs) I'm I'm up for it I don't really have that type of preference like I don't really care as long as you as long as you ain't trying to come live with me we good
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, but you, would you be the one to hide the work if some shit came down and you had a street nigga and he was getting so, some trouble?
1: I be telling, okay, you do what you do, but you better not let him come <laughs> knock on my dog, because I am <laughs> I ain't getting by I have not a problem <laughs> <laughs> If you really think about it, would uh, a man hold a woman down if she go to jail for them, no. He gonna go try to be fucking your friends or something. Your friends, how good Dicky is. <laughs> Not they all. They together and they sending you a wedding invitation that you can't go to because you. <laughs> that ain't happening. No. Uh-uh. Come on, you
3: got to be. Me, no. You got to be Tasha St. Patrick. You got to
4: You
0: got the whole down.
3: <laughs> you see what
1: they got? Her?
4: <laughs>
1: Hell no. Up in that house with them damn kids. That ain't <laughs>
0: All right, all right, all right. So next question, because this is a a debate that's on Twitter almost every single day, the $200 date thing, where is this, uh, you know, too much for a date? Some women say, hey, y'all just don't know what it is to be treated nicely by a man. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to ask if there's a $200 date for you to go out with a nigga, but is there a date minimum? Like, what is your minimum in terms of quality in terms of money spent on a date for you to be satisfied
1: one thing about me big mama gonna eat okay so i'm a very food driven individual right so it's (laughs) kind of like i don't feel like if he don't if he don't buy me a whole bottle of wine at the dinner table he ain't mine i don't feel like that because I don't buy a bottle of wine when I go out to dinner. I'm not going to try to ask a man to do anything that I don't do naturally. You, can, I literally, I ain't going to lie. I'm really low maintenance when it comes to stuff like that because I like cheddars. I like Texas Roadhouse. I like Ruth Chris. I like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't really like State 48, but I like Vic and Anthony, you know. I like um, Del Frisco's, but mm-hmm. I also, I like Maestro's. I like, but I also, I like um, Waterburger. <laughs> so
4: just okay. On how we okay.
1: Coming. You know, I don't. But like, as a as a woman that get her own money, it's kind of like I don't need your money. So if you're gonna take me out, take me out because this is what food you enjoy. Don't try to like teach me a lesson because that's what's gonna get you left. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I'm already a minimal woman. Like I, because I can do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do. And when I take myself out to eat, sometimes I do gotta take strides. A lot of times I gotta roof, Chris, but. I still got to Texas Roadhouse, you know? So I just feel like, you know, women, I feel like, yeah, get what you feel like you deserve. But also, bitch, do you have something? Do you have yeah. anything? Because it's like, I feel like a lot of bitches are getting beside themselves and not and starting to turn go from independent to dependent. And I don't think that's cute on us, because we too cute for that. We need to always have our own money. And yeah, we deserve fine dining. We deserve flowers. We deserve things like that. But we... If we, I feel like if you find a man that are doing those things, I feel like you should do those things with him too.
0: Okay. Okay. So you don't subscribe to the, the sweetie philosophy of if he can't get you a Birkin, he can't do nothing for you. You, you don't need a Birkin bag. I
1: mean, no Birkin. And I wish somebody, first of all, not a fan. Okay. Ooh. I feel like them purses are way too expensive. And if you put like what, $40,000, 80000 in my bank account, We'll be really fucking everywhere all night. <laughs> God knows when it got out.
0: Fellas, listen. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, so it sounds like the regular Degler niggas got a chance here. This is not like a, uh, okay, okay, I like that. I think the people will like that too. It's important to know we got a shot at least, you know. you yeah.
1: It's, it's not cool to me to just be like, first of all, like, okay, of course, everybody. I feel like we need to stop trying to get rich niggas and be rich bitches sometimes, you know? It's fun, like, you know, it's fun for men that actually like to do it, you know? And it's also lame for the men that's trying to be Lame about men that like to do it. It's like let that man be a trick. How you gonna throw salt on gonna yeah. yeah. be like y'all niggas are
4: dumb. Y'all
1: niggas <laughs> Like no, bitch, stay in your lane. <laughs> stay in your fucking
3: lane. <laughs> so, so speaking of the tricks, I guess have you ever had a sugar daddy? And if not, would you ever consider having one, like a real sugar daddy, daddy?
1: No, I didn't have a real sugar daddy, right? I ain't had no real sugar daddy. I had, um, a nigga, he was regular age, you know. He was like thirty two, and he was just giving me major sugar daddy vibes. But I liked them, so I was, he, he was with sugar daddy because it wasn't like I had to close my eyes on that, and I ain't
4: want <laughs> to see. Like,
1: wasn't I wouldn't mind going out of town, and I post his food too. I ain't gonna post his face. I post. His oh,
0: food oh, you know you don't post <laughs> your man.
1: They ain't finna oh. embarrass me. They me. Y'all oh. are embarrassing. Mm-mm.
0: You ain't Wait, a- How How are we embarrassing? Explain that.
1: Because y'all be up here with Sally, Susan, Joanne, and Julia, <laughs> and then won't can. No, you're not going to embarrass me. And then if some foreseen circumstance happens, then everybody at the funeral crying on the front row. I ain't doing that. I, I, oh, I
4: would, yeah.
1: I would walk out. I would be like, you know what? This is what he wanted. <laughs> you ain't taking me I, with you for the seen I'm not that. doing
0: it. <laughs> but I'm not. I gotta ask, why can't a man have options too? Because we know when we approach a woman, especially if a woman look, wait, if (laughs) a woman look good, we know y'all are entertaining a few men at least. I'm not saying y'all smashing, I'm saying y'all entertaining. You can't let it right now.
1: Fucking you up. <laughs> Hell no. How you gonna make a delusion up and then? It's describe? not. Well, Figgy, ho- am I
0: lying? Am I lying, Figgy? Probably
1: I hear entertaining niggas. That she not even entertaining. How would you dare make that up in your mind,
0: Figgy? Am I lying? Have we not talked to women in this podcast who talked to multiple men while they talking to other men?
1: Well, they are not in the relationship. Obviously, we all think but- single. we're single.
0: But yeah, if we fair. all
1: dating, we are not all dating. We're dating,
0: it's two of us. Okay, yeah. you talking about if it's official, but I'm talking about like if y'all dating and just oh, hanging oh, out, chilling Everybody together.
1: free game. Exactly,
0: mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. exactly, that's what I mean.
1: Homeboys boys ain't our limits. Now nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> whoa,
0: whoa, 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 I'm just whoa.
1: playing, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> now we single, remember? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I popped into the trap with little Jun Jun next. I don't wanna
0: I can't be smashing the homies. That's one thing.
1: <laughs> not smashing. Remember, we entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's All right. cold. All right, cold. I
3: got. I gotta ask you. What's the worst thing you ever did to a guy you was dating or kind of talking worst to? Thing I've ever done? Yeah. Like, did you spend a guy or what's the worst thing you ever did?
1: So. I I don't do bad shit. One thing about me... Okay, dating is different because I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. We're dating. Yeah, dating.
3: Yeah, not relationship, but date. Just like a little date. Did you leave somebody hanging?
1: As bad as it sounds, I really am like an angel and all my niggas be telling me, no, you not. But I'm a (laughs) go. I'm "I'm an angel. I really don't be doing nothing. Like, for real. Like, I don't... I can't think of... So what what do they
3: be saying you be doing?
1: I'm just kind of like... Ugh, why are you in my wrist? <laughs> 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 They just be saying like, "Okay, I'm a real disconnected person, right? Because it's kind of like, like I said, y'all, my standards are really high, so it's kind of like it be taking me one little thing, and I just be, I just disappear off the face of the earth." And which rightfully so, because why is you making me feel like that? So I feel like the worst thing that I do is cut people off. That's the worst. I don't think that's. that's-
0: that's a pandemic. That's one of the pandemics we went on around here. The cutoff culture is too much, <laughs> especially if, like, none of us are perfect. It's, it's become way too easy for people to cut each other off. I don't like that. That's
1: okay. <laughs> that's true. But it don't be like you're not perfect, but you're also not even trying to be close to what I envision as my man, which I could be wrong sometimes because sometimes it'd be like two years later or whatever. But I think about what I did, you know? It was like yeah. <laughs>
0: Way maybe after the fact it's
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's me you know but you know I'm gonna just keep blaming y'all because if anybody did it it's the man
3: they did uh, you a niggas ain't shit girl huh yeah <laughs> sound like
4: music? it huh?
0: sound like it I <laughs> thought that was just music? I thought that was just rhymed I didn't know okay you really bout that alright alright all right. I like it though I like it though <laughs> Shoot, right. we don't want to hold you up too much wait, uh, hold, but wait hold on I got one go more go thing ahead, to ahead, ask you ahead, ahead.
3: so I want you, I want you to pick one alright you gotta pick one or the other okay. a, a dude who makes 200k a year who is 5 foot 6 and works out pretty often in good shape a sweetheart but he's boring in bed or a dude that's 6'4 who sells weed but not on a huge level in the streets heavy an asshole don't work out at all. In good shape, but is amazing in bed. Which okay, one?
1: First of all, I don't even care about in shape. I like mine a little. Pussy. You hear me? Okay. Okay. Um, okay.
3: Okay.
1: I don't care about. Okay, so you're making me choose basically a nine and five. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not making well, you choose. height
0: height too because you said you was a, what five four. I'm
1: gonna go with
0: the six. The, uh, okay. So, so the six foot four. So sex is most important to you. Okay.
1: No. Sex is kinda important to me, but that's a big kinda. It's like, okay, I've had good sex. I've had bad sex. Of course I want to have the good sex. You know what I'm saying? I just accept the bad sex sometimes because it might come attached to a semi-better person, but then don't even be semi-better for real, so then they get cut off. Then I go back to the bad person with the good dick because at the end of the day we are here to get something and I'm trying to if I ain't trying to get you know, yeah at least I can walk away with a nut damn like
0: what <laughs> that's what you call toxic okay yeah. no, not like, only men are toxic it's, ha, have you seen the
3: show called sex life on Netflix
1: love
3: that yeah it's funny I feel like a that
1: lot, was my life I, I feel like, like she- a lot of
3: women relate to that show so much
1: Bro, that shit was my life. I was just like, "This is crazy." <laughs> yeah, it's like we are. I'm not alone. I was just. I love that show. It was just so much crazy sex involved, and I like yeah. that type of shit. So yeah. yeah, that show. That show is really true. Like yeah. that show
3: is. Uh, yeah, because she, she had the guy with the perfect husband and the kids, and, the,
1: and, he, like, was and he was born in his bed and yeah. he was like a little bitch. Like stop.
3: <laughs> she kept going but, back to the nigga that wasn't shit
1: <laughs> but he was trying to change see that be the mind fuck right there because they don't be about to change they no. just want to act like they're going to change today. they get you back in their web then they start they, they change for like a week hopefully we get the half the week and a half you know we get the <laughs> week <to> show then <laughs> yeah. that half a week is like it's kind of if I feel like it I'm going to give you that extra half of that week <laughs> and then they just go back right into their same ways because I feel like it'd be the chase sometimes for people. Like, that's what I had to learn, too. It's like, I'm a bitch. Okay, I can't say that you got to chase me, but in a, am not going to give you more than what you're giving me. So it's like, in some kind of way, you're going to have to show me how you're going to have to show me something to make me feel like you you feeling me, like, for sure. I can't, I can't do the, like, damn, do you feel me? I don't know, but he did this, this day, but then this day, uh-uh, I got to know 100%. So, in a way, I guess they would say, ain't nobody finna chase you, Ken, but we ain't listening to that because I don't want to be chased. I just want to be loved properly, okay?
0: <laughs> okay. There's a fine line between that, though, because women don't like too many texts. You don't like too many calls. you I don't want to be bothered too much. But a lot of dudes who are in love. Like you, when you when you a man in love, you always want to talk. Especially when it's new, you always want to talk to your girl. You always yeah. want to put your girl up. You always want to put the social media he, post he, to your girl. He
3: want to yeah. What? He, he want to sing um, in your voicemail.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how did these roles just flip flop that quick? No, that is usually the girl wanting to post in the in the. Oh, you know what? It's these new age bitches. I know who y'all talking yes. about. It's the BBL bitches. That's the this yeah. got
4: bitches going
0: crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, the fat transfer messing with their brown. No man, I was going on. <laughs> <but> about when, <laughs> I seen the first time when you get to
1: get them BBLs, y'all be me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what's what's crazy is when people used to get like lipo and all this other stuff um they used to have to go through like a class like to get them mentally prepared when they get smaller because a lot of times that go to people's brains and they end up you know
1: (laughs) i think you're making it no
3: they're serious so um so this was some years ago my mom she she used to be real heavy and she had to get some type of bypass surgery and she had to go to a class to kind of get her mind set for it. And she dropped a whole bunch of weight, <laughs> you know, instantly, pretty much. And I ain't going to lie she, her, head got a little big. <laughs> she she got She kind of like changed a little bit, ended up leaving my dad. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Okay.
3: Now, but I mean, See? it was kind of, they're kind of going through some things, but she oh, kind of.
2: Well, I'm going to
1: say, now yeah. she just finally must have been That was not that. See, yeah, that's that,
3: what. Yeah, but she but um it did kind of pump her head up a little bit. And they kinda of got to her a little bit mentally and yeah.
1: Cool. <laughs> so I'm I'm happy for the confidence. Pump your head up. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes it need to be pumped. You know, you don't want to be sitting around insecure and stuff. You know what? Sometimes I feel like people mix up confidence with big headed. You know, I feel like sometimes shit ain't that wrong you tootin your own horn and stuff you know because it's like sometimes and like okay in dating and um anything uh social media anything think about it how much people pull try to pull you down you know y'all see it every day on social media so it's like sometimes you have to build this confidence in your own self to keep you from getting pulled actual pulled down you know i feel like men pull us down too me dating men y'all wouldn't believe how many insecure men there is in this world it's like know. every single one i date is super insecure because i rap and i know uh, that it's not likely that you're you're dating a rapper maybe if you're a rapper you're probably dating female rappers but you know i feel like that it's it's so it's kind of like you know you gotta kind of put yourself here like like i said that's why i had to backdoor my me saying i have high standards to not saying what the typical high standards is like oh i want to design a bag every week or i want to not them type of standards mental standards you know i feel like you gotta have somebody make you feel good and it's a lot of men that try to like rip me down because they feel like i feel so good because i was like okay so we're not dating anymore like like you're not complimenting me what do you mean like you know so I feel like it's a thin line between that and and self esteem, keeping it up. Because you remember when Kat Williams was like, How somebody gonna lower your self esteem? It's the same for yourself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: (laughs) So you gotta be there. You gotta be there for you. Because even friends, I be meeting girls that they be telling me their own friends be saying certain things. And I be like, Your friends say things like that to you? Like, my friends be under my post like I ain't just send them damn pictures y'all already knew what I was gonna say y'all <laughs> pick the caption bitch and y'all was <laughs> to like yes, you the baddest bitch I was see, like so, you know you gotta have that for yourself because you get
3: I, be, yeah. I be needing friends like that man my friends don't well most of my friends and family don't be saying shit until I call once I call they like oh yeah I see you doing your thing I see yes. you doing your podcast it's like why you ain't say that on social media
1: they do that to me, I mean, this is just a merry-go-round of, that's why you gotta really have yourself here and you gotta feel, like a lot of people told me, like with my career that I wouldn't do certain things, you know, so it's kinda like when I, I could've like just stopped trying and it was just like, all right, well, I'ma just go to a major, I'ma just sign the first deal or whatever. But instead, like I had a point to prove to myself too, because it's like, now y'all really saying I can't do it, now I'm gonna really do it, like I'm yeah. gonna really do this shit now, so
0: yeah i mean that's the truth um so yeah a lot of i will admit that much there's a lot of low self-esteem low confidence insecure men out here and yeah it's always unfortunate when they don't support you and you feel like they should it's we we all been through it and unfortunately it's it's a weird feeling because for a lot of people it feels good to to hate you know it feels good to say something negative and you got to wonder why you feel that way usually it's because something in your life ain't going right but I know that's a corny thing to say, like "oh, you're just mad that your life is not happy," but it's true. So it's unfortunate.
1: True I'm not. I'm I'm living real nice. I love the way I'm living, right? And it's like I don't be spreading no hate. I don't. I don't even follow blogs because they so hateful. And it's yeah, like it's I don't follow blogs to the point to where it's like. I know y'all making this post to be shady because you know the comments gonna go off, but they try to act mm-hmm. like you're sending a positive message. In the- yes. And I be like, that's some sick, twisted shit that you really are baiting this shit for people to go in on this person. And that's sick as fuck to me. So I don't need, I, I protect my peace at all costs. Like I don't follow blogs. I don't even want to see that shit. I don't be reading comments unless they're my own. Um, Like, I don't know. It's really, it's really a lot of um negativity out here. That shit is like poison right now
0: me this hundred percent you're hundred percent right so we appreciate you having fun with us you know we we don't get too often to have these male female debates these days so we we do enjoy you having fun with us uh great conversation <laughs> yeah. uh back to the music though make sure y'all stream that what's my name project uh, <laughs> out right now popping blowing up you gonna hear it soon if you ain't heard her already yeah. uh but is there anything you want to promote coming up soon any shows any new projects anything you want to promote
1: um, I just want to say, I don't really want to promote anything. I just want to always uh, thank my supporters and my following, and the people that even put me on a platform to be able to express my crazy mind and <laughs> to, you know, take the time out child y'all night and just my supporters and my manager and everybody that love me. And that's all. And you can follow me everywhere at I'm Ken the Man <laughs> on everything.
0: Yeah, she's hilarious on Twitter too. So make yeah. sure y'all follow her on Twitter. I'll be cracking up reading the tweets. They're hilarious. So <laughs> make sure y'all follow Ken at I'm Ken the Man. Make sure y'all stream her music, new, new project, new stuff coming out soon. I'm sure she's gonna be performing in your area pretty soon, some point. So make sure y'all peep all that.
3: My my, yeah, my really favorite song it. on that project is on that.
1: <laughs> what? that's the first for a boy bitch usually like I love look yeah. I love it no name you like I like you I, like when yeah. I can up on it. <laughs> 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 no okay one more funny story then we can go all right okay so this one my one of my dancers is a teacher uh, at a middle school I think and so uh, she was like girl I pulled up to my school and it was this uh, teacher she was like I ain't never met her before but she rolled up and she was listening to on it I said now she's starting her morning at six in the morning when on there like bitch you can't wait it's Friday <laughs> bitch she was like I can't wait to get out of class I'm gonna get out of school
3: I'll be on my way up Not here I'll be on my way up here and you know my show start at 10 10 in the morning I'll be up here around 8.30 playing. I was like, fuck it, man. I don't care. My window's a little tinted, so you, you can't see in the car like that. So I'm like, I don't care
1: that's funny well thank you i appreciate y'all again y'all are great yes. um, yeah you gotta come you gotta come up person. here
3: next time you gotta come right in studio next time man we could yeah,
1: do this y'all, for it, y'all cool we could talk about a lot of stuff i love giving my opinion on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: we appreciate it like you said next time we're gonna do it in person in the studio but appreciate it y'all make sure y'all check out her music and yeah until next time <laughs> all right bye y'all All right, some final, final comments, man. Uh, Random other things, tidbits. I did see Kanye did a part two of The Drink Champs. I haven't watched it yet. Mm. I know Larry Hoover Jr. um, is on there as well. Uh, But there was a viral Kanye video because Kanye met up again with uh, Jay Prince in Houston. (laughs) And he put out a video where he is reading a statement about ending the beef with Drake. And he's asking Drake to perform with Kanye at a benefit for the release of uh asking for the release of Larry Hoover.
3: Senior. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yes. And it was strange because number one, Kanye is reading the statement like a ISIS prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> like he looks like a hostage in this yeah. video. And Jay Prince is just standing right next to him <laughs> with the Jay Prince face on. Friend of the he, show he by the way. Tell yes. <laughs> <laughs> jay prince is uh standing right next to kanye while kanye the halls the this. pigs mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's in the pig pen <laughs> and he's looking pig pen status while he's reading the statement mm. so what were your thoughts on this man did you think that jay prince kidnapped kanye west and made him read this to end the beef with drake
3: Man, I think he did, man. I think he. <laughs> I, I. I don't want to say he kidnapped or nothing like that, but I do think Jay Prince had a nice little smile and said, "Hey, man, I think you need to. I think we need to do something with Drake." <laughs> <laughs> man, I think he said, "All right, hey." Um, I think Kanye was like, "Hey, I, what's up, Jay? I, you know, let me, let me. Uh, here, I, I, I apologize to him. Where the camera? He's like, no, no, I." got – Here, uh, I'm gonna text you what to say, so just read off of this what I send you. So I think (laughs) I think Kanye got up there and read what Jay Prince told him to say. (laughs) So um, yeah, I think he's kind of said it in a nice but firm way to you know, hey, let's end this pig pen status. The hogs, yeah, so the let's, pigs.
0: Let's get out the slop and rejoin <laughs> the human world, because you know we we don't play around with them pigs no more. Yeah. So go
3: ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. In a, I mean, um, in all seriousness, I think I think it's well overdue that these two, like, squash whatever they had and you know continue to you know work together, um, meaning Kanye and Drake. But I, I'm kind of curious on what this means for like Pusha T, mm. because look, I'm look, I'm a fan of everybody. <laughs> I would like to see you know a Pusha and Drake collab at some point, but I just think that got way too serious, no. man. And Pusha, I, I don't know if he's that type that will hold grudges and would never work with somebody no matter what. But yeah, I wonder what did this means as far as like you know Kanye's relationship with Push. And now Kanye's, you know, made up relationship with with Drake.
0: Um, I don't know if it really affects it. Um, I don't think Drake and Kanye or Drake and Pusha T are ever going to collab. Um, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't think Pusha T really has any bad blood about it necessarily. I yeah. think, you know, look, he won. The general consensus is Pusha T won that battle. So why would he be upset about it? You know, yeah. I'm sure he's moved on. Drake, that's like the one L, the one big L Drake took in his career was against Pusha T, and he can't wipe that clean no matter what he does. Yeah. You know, even if he does a Jay-Z and signs Pusha T to OVO, <laughs> like we still remember Ether, even though Jay and Nas made up. We still yeah. remember Ether. Mm-hmm. We always going to remember that this song, Don Story, whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> we always going to remember that. Uh, so there's no way he can wipe that clean and because of that and how Drake probably is you know they, they, they ain't never gonna make up yeah. but I do think this beef I mean we talked about it before I think this beef has been kind of squashed already yeah it was kind of confirmed in the the Kanye drink champs interview uh, he was he I mean he, he had he had he talked about Drake but he also said he loves Drake yeah. you know and he would have no problem working with him or doing the verses or whatever. So uh, the way he was talking, you know, he talked about the beef and his problems with Drake, but he also said he loves Drake and he kind of implied the beef was over. Plus we had already seen Kanye hanging out with Jay Prince before all this. He was at the fight at some fight with Jay Prince. Uh, He had been hanging around, even in the drink champs interview, he was talking about how he was hanging out with Jay Prince. Yeah. So I think it wasn't like, Jay Prince just rolled up on Kanye unannounced He yeah. said, "Hey, read this, Playboy." Yeah, but I do think that Jay Prince was adamant that he read the statement. Yeah. because that's the weirdest thing—Kanye reading a statement. Yeah, you know, you know, Kanye just likes to speak his mind, and he, he don't like to. He be don't
3: so even write raps. It. I don't even no. think he write raps.
0: I mean, he don't <laughs> write his own raps. I know he has writers as well, but
3: yeah, I I think I think I I forgot who it, was. it might have been. Sway. Um, he mentioned how um Kanye was in the studio and he looked so uncomfortable because he was trying to think of what the rap. Yes, and like he literally don't write anything now, and that that was so funny when Kanye said, "I wrote this apology" or whatever he said. Yes. So it's just like, yo, nigga, you don't write no raps or nothing. But you. He
0: admitted he doesn't read. He said he <laughs> yeah. don't read contracts. He's like, I don't read contracts. I not drink champs. He's like, I don't read. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't <laughs> read contracts. I, anything more than one page, I don't read. So <laughs> it's like, th- that's the thing that's funny about it. The fact that he read this statement, that lets you know that Jay Prince was adamant. He's like, no, you're going to read this. You're not going to. Yeah. You know, no, 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 no going off the script here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it Takes as it takes. That would probably take twenty nine. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that was a funny thing. But so, with that being said, do you see a Drake and uh, Kanye reunion happening anytime soon, Figgy?
3: On a uh, on a track,
0: on anything, on really? them performing together, on them doing a track together. What do you see anything like that happening soon?
3: I think so. I think if it get if it got this far, I think I think we'll see them see them on the same stage at some point. As far as music, I'm not sure, but um I don't think it's a hell no. I um but definitely they are going to be on the same stage at some point. I don't I got to look and see what big festival or something that's going on if if they ain't canceled those. But um <laughs> I think at the next big event, I think you'll see somebody bringing somebody out. And they both will be there and they're dapping up or something.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he was mentioning having an event for Larry Hoover advocating for his release. So maybe they'll just do a special concert together. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but. Yeah, yeah. Interesting story. Just one of the funny things that happened this week. So, yeah, <laughs>
3: they probably perform that forever song.
0: <laughs> oh God, I forgot all about that. Last that name forever, out, <laughs> first name greatest. <laughs> When's the last time Drake even performed that? Man, I'm sure he kind of <laughs> cringed at some of those lyrics now.
3: Like a spray gaggle uh, boy, I ain't nothing, I ain't to, play nothing
0: with. to play with. <laughs> and that fucking Eminem verse that everybody was shitting themselves over there they go (laughs) it's like oh he just murdered the song it's over Eminem the greatest of all time he killed everybody
3: uh, that was before the Eminem hate Train yeah, too.
0: No, it was, it <laughs> was. But I, no, I, I don't care what anybody says. I never liked that verse.
4: Yeah, <laughs>
0: and I was a fan of early Eminem. Yeah, I always thought that verse was trash, man. Talking about macadamia, and they go, like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> Ugh, he was doing too much. But uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see how it goes, man. We'll we'll see if they reconcile. I think it's coming soon. So. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out on that. Anything else happened this week, man? Anything else random that you noticed?
4: Uh,
3: nope, nope.
0: Yeah, I think we we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. Oh yeah, one more thing. Uh, your boy landed on the Rams.
3: The oh OBJ. yeah, yeah.
0: How you feel about that?
3: I'm cool with it, man. I'm I'm just a little curious because his problem was not getting enough targets. And he going to a place where, you know, you got like three. Yeah, they loaded. <laughs> yeah, you loaded. And you got somebody named Cooper Cut who get a lot of targets. Mm-hmm. So I just don't – I mean, I'm sure it'll work out, man. It's a yeah. crazy offense, but I don't know. Just hearing this – just just kind of hearing the stuff that that been said, it was just like, all right, man, like, do this guy really want to win? But clearly, would he going to, to the Rams, so. Yeah. I thought he was gonna try to go to like if he went to New Orleans, I'd be like, "Come on, man!"
4: <laughs> like, uh,
3: Like, I know Baker Mayfield ain't the best quarterback or nothing like that, but then yeah, you go from that to fucking <laughs> Trevor Simeon.
0: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess he that, like, that's a better situation. Well, plus, he in L.A. I, I cringed a lot when LeBron was like, "Hey, my boy."
0: Yeah. So like duh, yeah, like what's, what what's LeBron, she,
3: Yeah, it's just like don't don't ever claim the Browns again, man.
0: Like, you, <laughs> duh, he's saying free, yeah, Browns, free Cowboys Od- and Rams fan.
3: Free Odell and all his other shit. She's like, all right, man, like <laughs> you just a fan of all teams then at this point. <laughs> he's he's literally the Drake of the uh <laughs> uh, uh basketball uh, that, that, that have, have all it, type man. of favorite teams
0: hundred percent, man. Hundred, and that's where all his fans get get that from too. Now uh, you're a LeBron fan. You're not a uh, Cleveland fan. You're not a Lakers fan. You're a LeBron fan. Well, he's I'm, a fan. I'm of
3: glad all them people gone, man. because yeah, the no, Cavs good, actually man. playing all right <laughs> this year so far. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's 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 pretty cool to not have all these crazy ass people.
0: <laughs> nah, it, it's good to be low-key sometimes, man It's good to root for an underdog So, no, nah, I yeah. understand Also, shout out to Cam Newton Went back to the uh, Panthers So, good for yeah, him, Yeah, that's man. dope Yeah, so That wraps it up in yeah. the NFL so, news
3: I was about to say Apparently, he turned down the Houston Texans early on So,
0: I'm surprised he even offered anything to him
3: Yeah, I, I'm not really that surprised Because he uh, Nick Casario was in, uh, in New England When he was there that's fair. So I wasn't surprised but yeah, he said, yeah, "Hell I'm no." Not
0: surprised you he turned her down either, I, I so, know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Panthers ain't much better, but Yeah, it's
3: cr- it's crazy because he could have started here.
0: Yeah. But Oh, he would have definitely.
3: Yeah, started. but he was like, "Hell, I nah, I I would stay yeah. out the league."
4: Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: I'd stay I stay on my couch. Yes, no, I understand that 100%, man. So I can't even fault him for that. But we're about to run out of Anita here. So, yes. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. It's jam-packed podcast, man. Thank you, Ken the Man. Great interview. Make sure you all check the YouTube video as well. She looks so cute in that little bucket hat, man. I like
3: She it. did, yeah. So,
0: <laughs> so, shout out to her. Make sure you all listen to her music. Stream her. Follow her. on Ken the Man on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, make sure you follow, subscribe to the podcast, all that shit. Catch Biggie, 10 to 2, Sports Radio 610, In the Loop, curating the vibe as he do. Thank you, Jasmine, coming through as well, sharing her story and perspective. We love her for that. <laughs> and for all the listeners, we love y'all too. And until next time.
3: Peace.